1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to our very special edition of this session, possibly the most special edition ever made, um, because this is our tasty tribute edition from Brewing Network family. Um, and we've got uh, some of our closest, most of our, of our closest Brewing Network family members here today uh, to help us do a brewing network style tribute to Tasty. Now, I know that uh, many of you saw the one that we did over the weekend, which was also just a wonderful and and fitting tribute, in my opinion. Um, well, we brought some of his industry friends in and his very close friends. Uh, Jamil was there with us, and we wanted to do that as part of Learn to Homebrew Day. But as many of you uh, have uh, suggested, and I'm sure assumed we were going to do we wanted a Brewing Network family-style tribute to do ourselves. And so that's what you've tuned in for today. And we've got um, almost all of our uh, current and past uh, hosts with us. Jamil is with us, of course. Um, Teresa Pasudi is here with us. Welcome. Um, the great John Palmer has joined us from his hop field. Um, JP and there. I. Yeah, JP is here. JP and I back together again that's right <laughs> on the session. Uh, seems like it's been a very long time <laughs> since that's happened. Um, uh, Kim Shimke has joined us. Um, Nathan Smith, looking lovely today, has joined us. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, Bevo is here. Wow. Um, so thanks, everybody, for taking the time to do this uh, for Tasty and for us and for uh, his fans out there today. Um, Doc was also invited and my and he's trying to to log on and my assumption is right around four minutes before we end the show today we'll probably get a we'll
0: probably see doc join us but it'll be like a shaky cam where you can see like the corners of his room because he's on his phone probably trying to figure it out and then they will just throw across the room and you'll hear a break We'll hear him
1: first. <laughs> Jamil thinks he'll actually be driving, so we'll probably see like a, a Hummer bouncing a lot down the freeway and like nothing but lights passing by or something.
2: I was going to say he'd be at the bar, like holding his phone like this, but not many. <laughs> not as many of those open
1: right now. So maybe. exactly, if they were open, it would be a safe bet. I think he might be around looking for one. Mm-hmm.
3: You know the devil.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> trying to. He's trying again to, to log in now, and we'll we'll see if that works out. So. You know, our beloved Tasty was a pretty fun-loving guy, and that's what we're going to do here today. And I don't mind, of course, if anybody has uh, sad and, and sappy and emotional stories about Tasty. That doesn't bother me. You'll probably make me cry, just like Tasty and I always made each other cry. Um, but we're here to kind of celebrate his life and, and his time with us, um, which, was, which was really special and, and was quite a long time. And I don't mean that to say that he was old or anything, but that he stuck around the <laughs> Brewing Network for, for years. He was old. <laughs> uh, giving us his time here, um,
2: he was like your original guest who who overstayed his welcome, like <laughs> you know, in the best way.
1: <laughs> you know. he, just never, he just never never left, you know. <laughs> it, exactly when I, I did, and I told you, I, I encourage people to go watch the first tribute we did too, because Jamil and I told a couple stories that we won't rehash here, but kind of uh, you know, I told about how I met Tasty, um, which was years ago at a homebrew club, and it's a cool story, and and he's been my friend ever since, and he had been. Uh, a, a friend of the brewing network he, long before he ever appeared on the shows. And and yes, uh Nate, once once Jamil and I finally and Doc too actually, Doc worked hard on that, finally got him to to be on the shows with us, yeah, he never left. Yeah, that was it. He he, he belonged was, to us.
0: He, he was sort of like herding cats in a way, um, you know, which I think is why him and Chad sort of vibed. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tasty was like, you know, especially early on in his in his persona, right? In his career. Uh, making that transition from Mike to Tasty, right? Where right, yeah, still shy and bashful, but really wanted to be, he liked the accolades, he liked the attention cuz we all do. That's why we're doing this. But he he it was hard for him to lean into it and he 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 resisted I think a little bit being on the show in those first couple and and going back and, and doing that super cut uh, that we're going to play later on of all just a bunch of different random audio. I I I heard a couple of his first uh you know his first appearances on the shows and Mm -hmm. how hard we were all trying to get him to like to to stay and he would have months in between where he would show up and i think that was him sort of building up his his courage or his confidence or 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 what but um yeah yeah, once he we all the same um yeah he
4: never he never left yeah, he's a very modest guy, very humble guy. And I think he just exemplifies that that one guy in your club, you know, that's genuinely interested in what you're doing as a brewer and listens and then is happy to share what he's doing. Um, he was always a very thoughtful, you know, cons- you know listening to you um, and wanting to learn. So that's, I, re- I remember meeting him you know, what is it, 20, probably nearly 20 years ago now. Um, and I uh, can't remember the exact circumstances, but it was, I know it was a while back. Probably a strip club, and you guys were probably both stunned.
0: It could be. It could be. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I think they went on after one
5: another. I think Paul went on first, yeah, and then Tasty yeah, went yeah. on <laughs> That's right, it was.
1: Well, you're, you're right that he had to, you know, when he started at the Brewing Network, he wasn't Tasty, and, and he transitioned into Tasty and the people and the person that most of, uh, of you know and love. Um, so we do have a selection of clips that we're going to play for you later. Um, somewhat of a best of. As you can imagine, there are just countless hours of tape to go through. So uh, JP worked really hard and, and got a, a few of the best. But I want to start with one of them in particular, because it was a moment late in Tasty's persona where we decided to kind of start giving him some shit about it. And I don't know if you remember, but we used to do a little thing called the Brewing Network Awards every year. Hmm. And on this particular year, I created a new award. And the award was called the Dedication to Personal Success Award. And, well, let me just play you the clip that we played to our audience back then so that they could hear who we gave the award to. Listen along. Now, the Dedication to Personal Success Award.
6: That end
7: that's it okay that's good. <laughs> oh. right, good job push no further explanation required there <laughs> no. All right. There, now this is
1: one of those war awards that you, that you don't really need uh, nominees for there's there's one clear winner it's like an honor it's like an honor like the light when you get the lifetime achievement they don't do Uh-oh. nominees right uh-huh. they just uh and that is, is is what this is uh let me let me play the clip and you'll get the whole idea and you'll see our our, our very deserving winner of the dedication to personal success award
7: yeah, they, they had Vinny's beer there, right? The uh, Janice Brown. You're getting the Janice Brown, right? It's as badly we Brown. It's a Janice Brown inspired beer. Eric oh, and I were brewing when we brewed the yeah. Janice Brown. Janice Brown. I like it. It's that got was, a little bit of that Janice that in that there. Was a my of that. No, wait, wait, wait. Janice, Janice, Janice. When the Janice yeah. Brown was poured there, it was kind of unique. Yeah, well. it was dark. We'll oh, definitely oh, brew the Janice again. Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. yep. Yeah. Janice Brown. I'm on a tour here. I call it a mini rollout. Janice Brown. And you get to meet me. It's really good, isn't it? That's the first time the beer has been poured outside the pub. Janice Brown. People that hadn't got to try it yet or that didn't make their way up to Santa Rosa got to try it there. Janice Brown. I'll be at the Trappist next week. I'll let you know when. Janice. The beer that I brewed at Russian River is very, very similar to to what I brewed. Janice Brown. I'll bring my entourage. Yeah.
8: (laughs) Taste it.
5: And you get to meet me yeah,
2: yeah. Okay, Get so i remember and i think there was a clip right after that where the the kind of like giving mike a hard time continued and he was just basically like well do you think i'm gonna stop
1: right well <laughs> if you stay tuned to the show i'll play the full clip later as part of the montage that jp created for us and his acceptance speech is in the full clip So you do get to hear his reaction (laughs) and there's a little bit of that in there. And there's a little bit of like, well, Justin, like he makes more of this than there really is. But he is also clearly kind of admitting like, oh, shit, maybe I do have some dedication to personal success. <laughs> I'm,
5: I'm giving you a full warning. I, I believe Tasty had the right idea. He was on the right path. And I am going to take up the mantle of being the more Tasty-like now. And I'm going to take... All my efforts and make other people do things for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Don't> you already <laughs> more, do that. More, more dedicated to my my personal success. One of my one of my uh, favorite stories is uh, back. <clears throat> Tasty and I used to work. Um, you know, some of these events and some of these. Uh, you know, the uh, the long shot competition. We were doing that together and and a couple other things and. You know, there's a lot of running around. There's a lot of hard work to do. And uh, I remember one time, I was like, oh, I got to, I got to do this. I need that. And he's like, oh, No, 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 no. He goes, Look, look he goes, watch this. And he was like, Hey, Randy, get over here. Oh yeah. Get over here. Yeah. <laughs> they came running up, and he's like, I need to do this, 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 this. Get it done. And they're like, Yes, sir. And he ran. Off. And he yeah. turned to me and he goes, how about that, huh? <laughs> 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 okay.
1: Yeah. No you, need, you do need an entourage, but I'm going to tell you, I don't know how he pulled that off. I mean, it takes a special kind of person. Uh, and I don't know what that says about, if it says more about Chad and Randy <laughs> or about like just the power
5: of Tasty. You know? he, it was the power of Tasty. He would yeah. have other people do other things for him. Uh, and it got to it got to be where I knew if there was something to be done, I just turned to, to Tasty and go, "Hey, this needs to be done." And then you know he would just have people do it. You know, it yeah. was never, you know, if if he wanted to go somewhere, he, you know, he didn't wait in lines. He didn't, uh, you know, go and get his own beer. There was just you know a number of yeah. things like that. And, uh, yeah. and he didn't want to be more like Tasty,
0: and that's what uh, you know. The, we were able to to you know. Send him some messages there. Um, you know, thankfully, at the end, and uh, there was one thing that sort of rang in in my message to him was that like Tasty was just sort of like unabashedly tasty, where he didn't really give a shit. Yeah, he cared. He cared in the way that all of us care about how you know people see us and whatever. But he didn't really care because in his pursuit of knowledge, right? So he'd ask a question, and he wouldn't be afraid to ask brewers this question. Which, and I put out to all the homebrewers out there too, like be cool about asking questions, but ask questions. Don't be afraid because that's how he learned. He learned more from just rapping with the, these uh, professional brewers, you know, after the show or in between breaks or whatever, than, then, you know, I don't know, then whatever else, but uh, he would let Jamil, he would go behind the lines. He didn't care.
6: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and it, you know, and it's very much that like act like you belong there. And you belong there. Suddenly no one's going to throw you out. And well, he they also thought it was funny
5: too. He, 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 you know, he enjoyed the joke. Yeah. You know, he, exactly. and it was like, if anybody was seriously offended, I'm sure he would have backed off at any minute, but everybody sure. really seemed to enjoy the tasty persona and to, you know, be part of it and to, you know, build him up as, as much as he enjoyed it. He just went along with it. Yeah. We all made him tasty. I don't think he made himself tasty. I think we all did. Sure. And you know, he was just enjoying it and going along with the joke instead of saying, Oh, no, no, no. And he yeah. tried to say no, no, no at the beginning.
1: He did, and 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 I in his defense, yeah, ways. yeah, he knew that I was never going to let that go. That he that <laughs> that I was all about characters and personas, and that there was no turning back if he was going to hang around this group. I would never have allowed him to just be Mike McDole again.
5: I I think I remember you saying in a conversation, like after a show or something, you like like it or not, you're tasty and you. <laughs> you're just gonna have to accept it that
0: was that was yeah. justin's line like early on where it's like one thing i Why do or not? I make yeah. up i make up nicknames <laughs>
9: <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so so tasty came from you you just named him tasty one day and that stuck
1: well
2: so this is somewhat controversial
1: yeah yeah oh. and jamil is adamant that he knows exactly how it happened and that it, he's even says that it happened on a show uh it because did. um the consensus does seem to be that I gave him the name, and of course, if it's on the show, then then it can be found. Um, my recollection was that it was possibly Jamil, and when Jamil tells me his story, I realize how it's a combo and why I thought that because Jamil was describing. Well, everything Tasty makes is tasty. His cookies are, everything Mike makes is tasty. Yep. His cookies are tasty. His beer is tasty. Yeah. Jamil was going on and on and on uh, with about all the things that he was right. You know, it, it, it's a discreet, it's a way people kept talking about is everything he brings you. And so that I I guess, according to Jamil, I was like, well, that's it. You're tasty now.
5: I was there 100%. Oh, that's
0: exactly okay. what
1: happened. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
5: like and for the listener who goes back and listens to, uh, 13,000 hours worth of brewing network programming and finds yeah. that gem Right, and tells us you'll win a honorary c yes I don't
0: know man I went I went through I spent literally the entire week after he passed digging through archives I didn't do any other work except that my brain hurt like
5: attempting <laughs> yeah. to do work
1: yes they were funny but <laughs> man they hurt it hurt my brain <laughs> Well, and here's what you're going to find in the clips. Uh, You hear an awful lot of me and I'm thinking about that and, and I'm going, well, first of all, I already know I talk a lot, but what it really actually emphasizes. So if you're listening to this later and you're like, well, is this a tasty tribute or what? (laughs) What you find is that like tasty was subtle, even on the show. Now, if the topic was his topic or he was asked a direct question, of course he would elaborate. But most of his time on the show, like most of the time in his friendships was spent with him listening and then just putting out little short, usually fucking hilarious little comments about what was happening. And so you've got to like weed through my bullshit uh, before you get to like the gem that is tasty in five words, you know, Um, that's
0: why it's 18 and a half minutes. (laughs)
1: because because so, you got to get some context in there yeah, so
0: exactly because you can't have tasty out of context because it would it would it would you would you would send in another dimension like you, your brain would just not function anymore right.
1: it, but and i've the, said it a, go
5: ahead or, oh. or the or the look he would, yes. he would give you this sideways glance look after you said something yeah it's just kind of like just a nose You'd gotten the the sideways look every once in a while. Oh. Like you'd say something, and they'd give you this, this look, <laughs> like yes. and you you know you've either done something <laughs> horribly wrong or you're disgusting or whatever. And then afterwards, he'd tell you, and it'd be yeah. like either it was hilarious or he'd be like, you shouldn't have done that. Or you
1: know, Right. You know, it was usually you know, he thought lie. it was hilarious, especially if it was inappropriate. It was usually he didn't yes. mind things being inappropriate at all. He thought it was a little <laughs> shocking. But it was He's like... He's there okay. motioning
2: off camera to like keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, now I want to back up a little bit uh, with JP, in fact, um, and talking about how much Tasty learned by asking questions and, and interviewing brewers. And you've known Tasty a lot longer than me back in the days. And you'll hear this in the clips later. He used to go to more beer um, long before the Brewing Network, like every Friday and bring, in, and bring in his beer to get feedback from you guys who worked at More beer, and I just wonder if you can tell us a little bit about that in those days when, when Tasty was Mike, you know? Yeah,
0: man, it was uh, uh, most of the time. Well, not most of that, some of the time, I, we would be, we the little gruntlings at, at More Beer, um, would, would be disappointed when we missed Mike come in the mm. shop because he's, he would come in and I think back to his like, you know, I'm just kind of a shy computer programmer with my plaid shirt tucked into my khakis, right? Like, I don't know anything. Yeah. Uh, he'd come in there for Olin because Olin and him were friends, right? okay he'd yeah come into Olin uh, to get proper feedback, but in true tasty form and this sort of like multiplied, like the blob, right. It just got bigger and bigger exponentially. He would share his homebrew or his homebrew with anybody who was, you know, who happened to be around. So, especially if you work there, well, you got to taste a little bit of this, this beer. And I remember the beer you know, at the time for me being good. And I think I've mentioned it before where, where you could sort of pick out his house flavor. Right. Mm. And that was back in the days when I thought that was like a, a noble thing or, or something to strive for or some like some sort of sort of commercial thing that you can translate into homebrewing Where Oh, does he have a com- uh, house flavor? I know this beer is yours. And it was the a dog, dog hair. It was bubblegum.
2: <laughs> it was the dog. Yeah. It was just a <laughs>
0: bum, like hubba, bubba, incorrect fermentation or whatever. But what I do remember is the hop flavors were always there. Like he always had a really good sort of palette for how much hops to add. Mm. And uh, he was he was very, very good at that. And like Palmer's saying, he he always wanted to learn more. He didn't really say a whole lot, and that continued on, but he brought his beer in all the time and took feedback and actually went and made changes. And, uh, you know, it was very, uh, you know, so he, he wasn't, I wouldn't say he's hard to get to know, but I think he was just really shy. I mean, you know, and especially what he was, you know, going through at the time with his wife and everything. And it's just, um, yeah. Um, it was uh, he was just. It was really nice to see Mike come through the door. You know, Friday, three o'clock, four thirty, whatever. Here comes Mike with a, with a keg of beer, and we're all just hanging out. And it was uh nice. it was really cool. And that's sort of what the vibe you get from a local homebrew shop, anyway. So, uh, you know that you know aside was was really fun. But but Mike had a special touch to it because he 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 definitely cared. He cared. Yeah. It wasn't just a fly by night. Well, what do you think? Can I do this? It was no, really. What kind of malts? Oh my gosh. Okay, let's talk about this in depth. Sure.
2: And he's obviously like a really social guy. I mean, that goes without saying. But on top of that, like he also wanted to figure out how to network, and he's always been a really good guy at networking yeah. with people, anyways. So when when he was doing that in homebrewing, I think in that example, Jason, like he was just like, okay, I want to get better. I don't want to get to know everybody inside homebrewing, but I, but in true. Mike McDole form, he wasn't just going to charge in and like pretend he knew everybody and knew everything. He wanted to do it his own way, which was like getting to know everybody and like make a presence and like be super consistent. Like you were mm-hmm. saying, he'd show up every Friday. Like he probably had it on his calendar, if not written down, like in his head, like, yeah. I just go and do this now. This is what I do. Yeah. He's like very methodical that way. Like he, this is how he gets a result, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool.
1: Well, and it worked because by the time I met him, which was years later, I'd never had anything that wasn't. Tasty from Tasty. I mean, his beer was just between, I mean, if I think about the best homebrewers I know, you know, it's, it's Tasty and Jamil. I mean, you guys always just, by the time I met you, you guys had been through, yeah, sorry, JP. Uh, You guys had been through that, uh, you know, question asking phase. Not that you ever stopped learning. I don't mean that, but this, the basic mistakes were gone from your homebrewing. You know, by the time I met you guys. Well, you know, it's,
0: it's interesting, man. If you look at, <clears throat> we've, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a, a documented phenomenon, but if you look at that statement, the two best homebirds you know are Tasty and Jamil. Look at their <laughs> backgrounds, right? Engineering, computer programming, whatever. St. Sure. Palmer, Right? Like, yep. it, it, that's, that's that analytical mind that is really <laughs> intentional. I want to yeah. learn how to do this and get better and, and improve my final product. And, you know, even back then, how many homebirds have you had that are so good but tastes like bubblegum. Generally, that's a flavor that you go, I don't, this is, this sucks. I don't want this anymore. But his beer was still good, even though it tasted like, <laughs> like bubblegum. Yeah. So already he was, he,
1: he had a, he had a, a head for, for recipe. It's true. Yeah. Well, I want to welcome uh, a special guest today. And it's the, the only, uh, the only person I invited to today's show outside of, of, the, of the Brewing Network host family um, because he's been part of our shows. He's been part of the Brewing Network experience. He's a, a good friend um, to most of us here. Um, and and he was also a good friend to Tasty. So I wanted to invite Jeremy Marshall from Lagunitas to come on and share some stories with us too. Welcome, Jeremy. I appreciate you being here.
6: How's it going? Can you hear me okay? Can yeah. you hear you just great? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh my God. Te- technology <laughs> is working. Yeah. I, I dare say that's that's the ghost of Tasty right yeah. there.
1: <laughs> he, well, Tasty doesn't want Doc here then, because that little blank screen next to you—he's not fixing his technology for him.
6: <laughs> well, uh, uh, you know, I'll 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 save the Doc stories for later, but we got plenty of those too. But um, <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, we'll wait for it, that memorial.
6: I, I got a few Tasty stories, but I just got to start with you—you uh, you know, you've met. A profound person when the first thing that you notice is that both their beer and their marketing is better than any legitimate brewing company in in the country let alone the world right (laughs) i mean the man came with just the most incredible marketing and then the uh tasty treats for which the uh the recipe i'm sure that's uh up on the internet somewhere but we've all got it the uh the the legendary tasty treats was a you know ancillary agent that went and boosted the marketing to a whole new level of the ensuing and and now official marriage thanks to a, a brewery in Atlanta that we won't mention but the official marriage of weed and beer is here right sure uh, <laughs> we all knew it was going to happen and and of course I've been a big proponent of it as well uh, but. Um, God, the t- the tasty stories. There's just too many. The, the first of which was um, when uh, I know somebody whose uh, grandma got a handful of tasty treats and just thought that they were amazing, amazing ginger snaps with some weird dude's face on there, and she ate like 15 of them.
5: <laughs> and uh, rest in peace, grandma. And, and just thought they mate. were, <laughs> and just
6: thought that they they were just the most delicious ginger snaps. Ever. Um, I don't know what she thought about a couple hours later, but
0: um, yeah,
1: I don't think. I mean, a couple hours later, the world was was exploding. Yeah,
0: we're we're going to see her enter the atmosphere in Elon Musk's Tesla <laughs> <laughs> back
1: yeah. Mars right now. The same mistake uh, happened with one of my dogs, too. I left my Chad, my roommate at the time, Chad, to watch my, uh, luckily, 150 pound Labrador so he had a little weight to him to 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 manage the sleeve of cookies he seemed to that he found on my kitchen counter I guess
6: <laughs> is, is this why Chad is in Texas now
1: is this is this why is that what happens to someone when that happens yeah when it happens more than once yeah you got to get out of the state um, oh man, man. <laughs> now You're Jeremy really, you yeah. might have just opened yourself up to uh, a little bit of um uh, bombardment from our fans because I didn't know that Tasty's cookie recipe is out there. You might be one of, besides his family, you might be one of the only ones who has it. I have,
6: I, I have it, and it shall it shall be up to the uh, trusted Tasty Estate whether or not we yeah. shall consider sharing that. But right, um, right. you have it. It is written. Okay, it, cool. it's it's written like all things Tasty. Mm. Anyone can understand it. And anyone can do it. And let's just say that if there's one thing, well, there's many things we can say about the man, the legend. But the other thing is he would show up to beer festivals with a uh, backpack backpack full of draft beer that was often better than any commercial brewery's beer that was at said festival and just put everyone to shame. And I must note that his beers tended to be very, very bright. So this is pre... I know how to brew in New England, so I am God's gift to brewing uh, pre that phenomenon.
1: No, back then Um, you were more of a gift if you could, especially if your homebrew was like crystal clear. We would do whole shows on that with him and with Doc. Um, Oh, yeah.
6: Yeah. he knew he he knew how to do it. And in fact, even uh, on on those last uh, few months there, we had some great dialogues on which filter from more beer I should buy if I wanted to achieve the same great results on the small scale. Yeah. Um, he had a lot to say, but, um, I'm thinking of one, um, really, Oh man, one really fun, uh, tasty story is, uh, I don't remember what year that was, but I saw Nate there earlier and it was the year that he won the can you brew it hop stupid challenge. And his, his clone was (laughs) one of the, it was it was probably the well. best. I, it was the winner, and uh, and I got to gallivant around the the crowd. And this was when the um, the uh, home brewing conference was in Seattle. I want to say maybe yes. a suburb, Bellevue okay. rings a bell. That's right. And I got to walk the floor with uh, Tasty and watch as as he is approached with godlike status, and it wasn't. <laughs> just the homebrewers and all of the crowd and 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 how much they regarded him and how much they come to him it was how he kind of wanted me to to kind of prowl around with him and it was more fun to look at tasty's little twinkle the little yeah. twinkle in his eye as as homebrewer after homebrewer would come up and he would just give them the best suggestions the best tips you know, it, it wasn't just just dry hop all your problems away. Three pounds per barrel Citra, fix yeah. any flaw. What do you got there? DMS, three pounds per barrel Citra. What do you got there? Diacetyl, three pounds per barrel Citra. What do you got there? Oh, a little bit of hint of ass, uh, four pounds per barrel Citra. Yeah, he yeah. would offer real insight into how to fix the problem. He would go over all kinds of you know, things that maybe the home brewer hadn't considered that were actually relevant, such as, did you check the expiration date of your smack pack or, uh, maybe you're not using a smack pack or maybe you are using one and you forgot to smack it, you know, you name it. Um, life was simple in those home brewing days because we didn't have a lot of choices, but dare I say some of my best fondest memories of Tasty were when we would do some, uh, uh, promos down in, uh, I want to say like maybe Beer Rev or or somewhere down in the city, Oakland, uh, SF area. And all of the beer crowd would clear out. And then the next crowd would kind of come in. And I remember distinctly, you could always tell when the uh, beer event was over, when the room would fill with young, attractive ladies, uh, (laughs) that 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 meant that the beer, it was time for the next event. And I remember this happening in Tasty very confidently going up to a group of young girls that I, I would not have the confidence to go up to and just drop in one of these. So uh, any of you girls homebrew? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. Honest oh line ever. It was, it was amazing. It was amazing. And, yeah. and, and the magic is, you know, some of them would be scared, but one of them would say, well, you know what? My, my brother homebrews And then boom, off to the races. We're having a real conversation and it is, it is the man in his element.
1: That's funny. I I like you bringing up that when he sort of uh, wanted to gallivant around with you at the homebrew conference and Mitch Steele was on our, our previous tribute uh, where he talked about the same thing and, and Tasty really showing him around and, it kind of goes to show about uh, his humbleness too, because as much as he did enjoy that and have that twinkle in his eye, he he really did. He felt like, well, why would you be talking to me when Jeremy Marshall is right here? And that was part of it when he would drag people around with him. And I I would hear him do it even. He he would do it with John Palmer. He would do it with Jamil. He would do it with you. He did it with Mitch. You know, the people would come up and just want to take pictures and stuff. And he'd be like, yeah, but this is Jeremy. He's the guy from Lagunitas. I'm just the homebrew idiot. And he really had that humbleness. Um, he embraced it more as the years went on, knowing that, well, if he could just give more information, that's what the people were looking for anyway. So Absolutely. Absolutely. I'd like to think that uh, because that man walked the earth,
6: I know my beers are better. But more importantly, there are thousands of people out there who are drinking better beer because of him. Yeah. And I know that that's at the end of the day, that's that would make him happy because it sure as hell makes me happy.
1: Yes, you're right. And I think that that to him is a passing of the torch also, because as we were talking about just before you jumped on here, he went through that period. And and for years, he was a home brewer for, gosh, I think 15 years before I ever met him, maybe more. Um, mm-hmm. And and he went through that phase himself where he had to learn how to make better beer. And he did that by asking people and getting information. So I do think uh, I'm learning more about him now than I ever did before, as, as sometimes happens when when these things Same happen. Um, and, and one of those things is just how hungry he was for information. And he just would always ask, 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 and then listen, 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 um, mm-hmm. and, and go mm-hmm. put it back into his beer.
5: Well, when when he didn't know the answer to something, when somebody would come up and ask him a question, he would turn that person, he would make the connect for that person with some person who did know the answer. Some pro brewer or something just like, let me, let me, uh, you know, get you together with Vinny to answer that question. You know? Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly, Jamil. Not
2: not just because he liked to talk technical stuff, but he wanted to also help other people network to get the information they want.
5: Mm -hmm. want. Sure. And to get the right answer. That's
0: That's also cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's a cool factor of like, well, you know, I just hook you up with Vinny, and be fine. But I think he took pleasure in that too, like connecting a home brewer who know he knows that this person's mind is going to be absolutely fucking blown. Yeah, by, having, by asking Vinny a question, like right, sort of pierce the veil in that way because, like you guys were saying, he he he's a home brewer. He's oh, he enjoyed he
5: piercing the, the veil. veil that's, that's, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. So you know, and that's why that worked so well at those <clears> events. <throat> Yeah. Like at, at NHC, you like GABF or something like he would just be like, well, come over here. Let's go talk to him. Right. And then he'd, he'd bring right. you over and then you would go. you would soon sure enough to be talking to Vinny 10 minutes later or somebody like this. Right. Like he loved doing that.
1: It yeah. I want to bring up something else about him. And I, I had kind of noticed this in all the years I'd known him, but but didn't um, really put it together until I was reading through many of the comments on Facebook, on the different posts that we've made. And a consistent theme I heard uh, people post was that Tasty also remembered everybody's name. After one like 30 second meeting, he would see people at an event a year later and go, oh, hey Paul, nice to see you again. And it really touched his fans, um, which he also likes to do. It really like, it made an impression on people. And I didn't put it together until I started reading that. And I was like, holy shit, he really did do that. And that was also part of his charm in the sense that he really gave a shit about everybody he met. It was really important to him that they knew he was really taking his time to say hello, shake their hand, and talk to them. It wasn't like a, oh, yeah, cool, I'm tasty, I'll see you later. Yeah. No.
5: Um. That's why documented. it's so difficult for me to do do the tasty thing. I just, I I really don't care. I <laughs> don't <laughs> even like my. Fellow. Oh, he do not mean
6: anything to me. I care. <laughs> uh, There's somebody else that that shared that eerie trait that you just reminded me of, and I don't know if any of you guys ever got to meet Byron Birch, or if you yeah, guys know. know who that. Yeah, all yeah right. one of our favorite dudes. Yep, yeah, he was. He shared that same trait. He could. He could meet. He only met me one time, and I didn't see him for years, and then he, he, he knew my name later. And when he met me, I was just a, a cellar dweller. I was a peon. I was, I was just, you know, pulling some hose, And I mean that, uh, you know, inside <laughs> a brewery setting. Yes, of course. Of course. pulling hose too.
1: Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, both. They're not mutually exclusive. Oh. Hi, Doc. Welcome to the show. Hey, hey thanks. Hey, Good Doc. to see you, Doc. I think Doc went out and I bought a new Doc. iPad in the time that we started this show. <laughs> okay. big, I went dog. through two
10: laptops and now I put it on the iPad. So, <laughs> there you go. Oh,
1: there he is.
10: Hey Doc, go hey, no
1: T. How are you doing? like his brother. <laughs> he does. He looks like his brother, Big Tim. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, well, Doc, we're just telling stories about Tasty. Um, and and you're another one who's known him uh, a lot longer than I have. Um When I met him, uh, you were the president of his homebrew club, Doze. Um, And uh, in fact, I want to just take a quick aside to let you know, a bunch of Doze members have gone pro over the years. Mm -hmm. And on Friday, I went down to Ghost Town Brewing in Oakland and Ghost Town had invited um, a bunch of those pro brewers who came from his homebrew club that tasty had an impact on. And they all did a collaboration beer together. That'll be released in another uh, couple weeks here. And, um, they called the beer fifth floor, which if you knew tasty around this area, um, if you ever met tasty at the hop grenade and Jeremy, you definitely would have done this. He would, he would, uh, eventually once he got to know you invite you to the fifth floor of the parking garage so that you could smoke (laughs) one down or try some homebrew of his out of the back of his car. (laughs) So anyhow, that all those does members that uh, had gone pro uh, got together and brewed this beer. And I'll let you know about it here on the brewing network and and we'll be serving it at each of those breweries and at the hop grenade. I just thought that a perfectly fitting tribute of these homebrewers who grew up with tasty and from tasty gone pro doing that tribute but doc, you were the president of doe's back when when I met Tasty and when I met him yeah. um, and he was already one of your most prolific homebrewers by then, right oh
10: yeah, he was every meeting he's there and he'd, he'd get there early so he could talk to people and you know just shoot the shit with everybody you know you know patting them on the back and just talk about and he'd always want to know about their homebrew
8: yeah
10: and he he boy, time many times he says kind of takes me to kind of the side he says you know we got some great home brewers here we got to get these guys out in competitions and get them doing this because they don't even know that they're this good there's some Mm. good beers in this club and he would go around each one of them and pretty much encourage them to you know get their stuff out there don't think you guys are just such a beginner and he was really good about doing that. He gave everybody a lot of confidence in what they were doing. He had no qualms about that.
1: Yeah. Now that he, he was very encouraging. I said that in uh, several times now since his passing is how encouraging he was of others. And, and I, uh, I told the story of how I, I met him at your, at your homebrew club meeting there. And in that particular meeting, I was there to pitch this idea of, of the brewing network. And um, pretty much everybody there thought I was crazy But Mm -hmm. time I saw Tasty, he's the only one who said, "Like, I think this is a really good idea, man. I think you should do this." And he became one of my biggest cheerleaders through my whole career from from that moment forward.
5: Um, Here's uh, him in a cheerleading. I I, I met I met Doc and Tasty right around the same time. Okay, It it was at Moore Beer, and it was Olin or Chris that introduced us. And I remember, you know, they introduced me to Tasty and. And uh we kind of hit it off. We started talking, you know, and he was asking me about my beer and I was asking about his, and we were sharing brewing ideas and and thoughts and techniques, and and uh you know, we would spend a lot of the doe's meetings off in one corner just kind of tasting beer and talking and, and trying to, you know, improve our beer. Yeah. And uh I got introduced to Doc about the same time, same way through Olin or Chris. And Doc pretty much was just like, nah, I don't know. he pretty much just walked <laughs> off and had no time for me. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> did <not>. You, you <laughs> didn't want to hear about anything from me, but beer. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah,
0: yeah, you, know, you were just like, nah. I'm out with nerds, sorry.
5: Yeah. Yeah. I love you, Doc. You're, you're yeah, a wonderful human being, and I, I just love you. I love you to death, but that was just the funniest thing. And that's the difference between Doc and Tasty.
1: Doc was like that, dude. Jamil's totally right. He's 100% right. Well, the reason Doc became my friend is because I invited him on the show first. I was like, you're my guy. You're going to do this show with me. And then we became friends. (laughs)
5: you got to prove yourself to Doc. (laughs) You do have to prove yourself. I will will tell you're at your uh, your, uh, memorial, Doc. It's um, <laughs> that, is that uh, uh, you know you, you you had to prove yourself to you. You, you 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 didn't just you know accept any wanker as uh, being uh, you know uh, you know worthy you, right. you had to show that you were worthy of of spending Doc's time. So then, yeah, you know.
1: luckily for us, Tasty's filter was really low. So <laughs> uh, yeah. now uh, I want to talk to Kim Shimke a little bit about her relationship with Tasty because. Um, like so many others, you know, Tasty sort of introduced people to others and and things would fall into place with them. They would start brewing careers, uh, all sorts of things. And Kim Shimke ended up with the very lucrative position of being the Brewing Network's uh, social media manager through Tasty also. Right, Kim?
3: That's true. Yeah. Um, but before we get to that, I remember one of the first times I met Tasty and what he said to me was, you've probably heard of me before. <laughs> and I'm like, he can't be real. Like, Whoa. no, that's like, that's not something that someone would actually do. You can't right. be real. Um, I had spotted him like a few other, or, like he was, he was always at events. And I was at a lot of events back then, um, like years ago. And yeah, he it, like at some point he came up to me or was introduced to me. I don't even really remember. Um, But when he introduced himself, that was his opening line to me. And I was just kind of like, either this is a joke or I couldn't really tell because I didn't know him yet. But um, I thought he was ridiculous. Yeah. That was the first thing I was going off of. But then I just kept seeing him around. And then, as you said, like, you know, he he remembered people like after just meeting them one time. And so he um, he kept coming up to me. And then I was like, actually, he seems like a really nice, really nice person. (laughs) And um, then he started following some of the stuff that I was doing, like blogging back then. And he recommended me to you, I believe it was. Yeah. And then yeah. you and I met. But um, yeah, you all have you to thank for knowing me
8: and having <laughs> me enrich your
3: lives. So, JP, especially you, because I know we're the best of friends of the group. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I think it was really cool. And he had, yeah, he had like a Rolodex in his brain, you know, where he would just. Yeah. If he wanted to give someone an opportunity, he would just go through the people in his head and be like, oh, I think this would be a good person. So not only did he Mm -hmm. like to be a part of networking himself, but he really opened those doors to other people also.
5: Yeah.
3: Um, So I think that that's really cool.
5: He wanted everybody to succeed and be successful and happy and and be the best that they could be. Yeah. I think that's what his, his kids will tell you too.
1: Sure. Yeah.
5: And so he he,
3: would, yeah, he would like uh, always, he would, he would text me and check in with me during, you know, whatever it was that I was going through uh, in my life, like, you know, serious text messages and being like, Hey, like, this must've been really hard for you. Hope you're doing okay. Like if you need someone to talk to I'm around. And so he did have this persona and I think that's the part of me that's still like, okay, it's a little bit ridiculous, but yeah. like, it, it, it's just that though. It's just a persona. And who he is is like his core is like just a good human being and, uh, I think that that's, you know, that's a lot of people that don't know him well, that just know the persona that is tasty. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's, you know, you know, one side of him, but if you actually knew his heart, like he has a really good heart and sure. that's the part that's most upsetting to me that you don't have that anymore.
1: Of course. And, you know, I want to talk about that persona a little bit and, and call myself out on it a little bit because at the, at the peak of tasty's, uh, popularity, I was, a. Uh, I was getting a little fed up with, with the tasty show. (laughs) And, 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 and there were certain things that, that made that happen. And and some of it was like, whenever I would see him, he, he, he would talk about um, his popularity in the sense of saying, I went to this event and and can you believe that this happened? And I went to here and can you believe that this happened? And after a little while, you know, I just started interpreting it like that, like I really created an animal here. I created a monster. But in hindsight, and the more I learn about his relationships and about him, I actually think I misinterpreted that a little. In the sense that when he was saying, can you believe this happened? I interpreted that as like, oh, I got to hear another story about how popular Tasty is. But really, he was not asking me a rhetorical question. He was, in, he was also in disbelief all of yes. that time that he was so popular. He was in disbelief that he could become so famous through the brewing network. He genuinely was saying, "Can you believe that this thing happened?" And it just he was saying it often enough that I misinterpreted it. I was like, "Oh, with this guy with this persona." And I really think I kind of had it wrong. I think I guess, he was in awe
5: of it. Like I like I said he was going along with the joke. Yes, yes. You yep. yeah. yeah. would also he, exactly, Jameel.
2: He would look at that that the Cartoon character in that persona, and say, like, well, that's just my alter ego, <clears throat> like, that's <laughs> yeah. to, that's my evil twin, so to speak, right? <laughs> that's <laughs> right. Whoa, hashtag. Mm. Hashtag, hashtag, evil exactly, twin,
11: exactly. Like, the Brewing Network, I don't think has ever or will ever have a cheerleader, like you said, as big as tasty. Any picture you find of that man, he's wearing yeah. a Brewing Network t shirt all right, day. I, right. I think that's all he owned.
1: Yeah. That and heretic, I think. And he would, um, yeah, he
11: would, I mean, before every event, I'd get an email from him requesting four shirts, the same four shirts that I had sent him, you know, the past <laughs> five years. Yes. Just new ones.
1: Yeah. yeah. And you know what? So th- that's an excellent point. And so I, I was honored and lucky enough to go to his uh, family memorial service and they were running a slideshow and you're not wrong in 99.5% of those slides he's in a hop grenade shirt and I'm not gonna lie that alone made me lose my shit like I just it just reminded me of how subtly and not so subtly he has been a champion of this network of my career um and of anybody you know the other the only other shirts he was in were Heretic shirts. And anybody, he he just supported like nobody's business.
5: He was your biggest fan. He was all of our biggest fans. He, yeah, he, yeah. For everybody he met, he was your biggest fan.
1: Yeah. yeah.
5: Don't ever, don't ever doubt that.
1: It's no, true. and and there's brewers, uh, some that you already know, some that you don't know yet that uh, have just attributed uh, almost all of their success to him. When Teresa, oh well, let's hear that. And I just want to mention the one I went reading a post from. Uh, Win Weisenhunt has uh, to have Wynn's last name. Um, yeah,
3: yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah.
1: Sorry if I messed that up, Wynn. Um, and, and I remember Tasty taking Wynn under his belt probably before Wynn was illegal to drink uh, and, and not yes. taking him drinking, but teaching him At, to brew. And At he's. Heretic. Okay. And he's about to open his own brewery and his testimony to, to, to Tasty was uh, very touching. Um, and that's the kind of impact he had on people's entire career in, in some instances. And so Teresa, tell us about your, uh, your experience.
9: Well, so you guys know that I'm late to the game and, you know, you all had your brewing network lives and I was a consumer of this. And so before I ever opened a brewery, I always knew Tasty through, you know, the shows with Jamil and Brewing with Style and The Session. And so, so I was definitely one of those people that, whenever I saw him, it was like, I was starstruck. And mm. in retrospect, it's so, it's so funny to think that people would be starstruck by him, but I totally was. So the very, the very first brew fest I ever poured at was um, the summit Brewfest fest in um, Sacramento in 2016. And tasty came up and he's like, I hear your goal. is super great. And I was just like, Oh my God, it's tasty. Oh my God. Nice. So I I poured him a beer and we took a picture and I was like, tell me about my beer, you know? And it, it was, it was amazing. Like I, I have, I'm not sure I'd felt that way before or since like to have someone come and taste my beer. And it was so important to me that they liked it. Yeah, You know, it yeah. was just, it was just like my hero, coming to be on the same level with me and, and like having got to know him more since then, like I understand who he is and how that's not, that's not an outlier for him. Right. But for me, it was such a big deal. It was so huge. cool. Yeah.
1: Well, and again, he, he just very much was like that. Um, now Bebo and I, and, and JP 2 uh, uh, doc, um, And thinking about it, we probably spent more hours with Tasty than any other human. If you, (laughs) if you count the time that he became a full-time co-host of the session. Now there's plenty of other people who spent more of their lives with him outside of this studio or all of our studios. But if you were to add up all that time, we just really spent a lot of hours with Tasty. Um, Mm -hmm. And and you learn different things about people in those environments, too, because uh, believe it or not, this is work for us. And, and there's there's something some some ways that we treat it like work. Um, and Tasty was very, very, very committed to this work. Um, and I think I've told this story publicly already, but it, it just worth telling again. Um, Tasty was never late to shows. Um, he never missed shows without a ton of advance notice. You knew if he was missing at Christmas, you knew at June. Um, and um, you know, if we said you got to show up early to a show, he showed up early. Um, but on the the day that he found out he got sick was a Monday. It was a show. And that motherfucker called Bevo. He got the news and he took the time to call Bevo and say, what were his words? Things went south.
11: It was, it, it was, um, I thought I was just running late, but I'm at a doctor's appointment and things went south. I'm not going to make it. That was it. It was right. a text actually. And I was like, I just texted him back. I'm like, okay, are you all right? <laughs> like.
1: Yeah. And in the two years, I think it's been about two years since we got that information. I've thought about that a lot, a ton. There's not many people that would have made that phone call. I wouldn't have made that phone call. I got bigger fish to fry at this point. Um, but that's the kind of stuff, you know, he just was a very dedicated individual. Um, and, and, and there's something to be said for that in, in work and in life. Um, and I just wanted to bring it up because his, his impact here is obviously uh, massive, but um, his dedication to things and to people is like, it's an example, is maybe what I'm really trying to say. He was an example for me in that sense that, uh, uh, but what a tough thing to do, right? On the day that you find out, you found out he had brain cancer that day and that they were very, very quickly going to go in and remove that, that it was not something that could wait. And he is like, okay, hang on a sec. I got to make a phone call to my friends at the Brewing Network.
9: But think about that he believed in terms in you and had the dedication. Of...
1: Yeah, yeah.
9: It was it was that
1: important to him, you know? Yeah. 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 Well, here's a quick cheers to hear. Just we'll do a big one later, but a quick toast, quick cheers to Tasty. Oh I'm drinking your Janet's Brown, Tasty. There we go. Hmm. Yeah, how is that? <laughs> it's tasting great. I owe you a growler, don't I, Doc?
10: Yeah, you do.
1: I heard you had a COVID scare though. I didn't want to deliver it. Uh-oh. Uh oh. <laughs> oh yeah, not really. <laughs> a fake COVID scare. Yeah, I owe you a growler. If anybody wants uh, Janet's, let me know. Um, I also want to mention on that note, you know, several brewers uh, have reached out to me. Jeremy's been reaching out to me since the day this happened. And I've just been MIA until today. I finally got back to Jeremy. Um, But other brewers have, have been calling. And I just, you know, just a quick shout out and just more to show also how important he was to people that they go out of their way to do things. Um, Creature Comforts sent us all, all of us, uh, a case of beer and a, and a very kind card uh, with their condolences about Tasty. They're from Georgia. <laughs> they came and did the show once, yeah. um, But they're fans, and they felt moved enough to send us uh, beer. So I have beer to uh, disseminate to y'all um, and some Janets to get to you as well. Um, and I just thought that that was a lovely thing. And one of the things that they pointed out. Um, Is when they came to do that show, uh, they came in at the weekend for a Monday show and Tasty took his Sunday to drive them all around the bay like he does, you know, where he uh, when he cares about someone and doesn't just want them to be here. JP and I are like, cool. Yeah, show up at six, man. Do the show and then we'll see you later. Uh, That was not Tasty. You should go on your own while I'm at home. Yeah. And (laughs) Tasty would get their contact info and say, hey, I hear you're coming to the do the show. Uh, You want me to take you around to all my favorite places or what? You know, and again, what a cool thing to do. And he made a lot of friends because of that sort of uh, behavior.
11: He also consistently tried to be at the studio early on nights that he knew we had an in-studio guest to hang out with them and drink with them and talk with them
1: beforehand. Yeah. yeah, yep. That's true. He let me take him right. afterward, but he'd show up early to when they were still coherent and like willing to have a like a nice conversation.
5: Exactly. When he cookies in, it was a whole different story. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and, you know, once news broke of his, of his passing, you know, I, I personally got a lot of messages from listeners, they, uh, you know, yeah. uh, offering condolences and, and, and maybe everybody else did too, but it was, it was really sort of touching. Like, I don't, I mean, you know, I appreciate it, but it was, you know, it was like, oh, you know, for everybody at the Brain Network, I'm really sorry to hear about your friend. And I, not that I didn't think of Tasty as a friend, but it, it's, it's hard because we didn't hang out outside of work. Yeah. Right. And so it's like, oh, well, you know, there's Tasty, but, but when other people put the, the, the friend tag on it, it, it takes the work aspect out of it and, you're, and, and sort of makes you remember the, the, the man, not the persona, like you're saying on yeah. the air you know what I mean? Right. it's easy for everybody to to think of tasty as every all the little sound bits that you hear on the on the on the radio yeah but as we're describing tonight it's it's so much more than that he's so much more impactful whether he knew it or not i mean knowing tasty he probably, he probably knew it <laughs> he yeah. probably knew exactly how much but yeah um it was just really nice there was a lot of outpouring of emotion and um it was uh yeah i don't know it was it, it's it's still kind of weird
5: to be honest. Well he what is a sweet loving man who would have yeah. done anything for you, given the shirt off your back you know, off his yeah, back or whatever. Yeah.
1: Well, one of the most things I'm most proud of uh, about this show, about the Brewing Network, is is that everybody, you know, the our, our hardcore listeners feel like we're friends. They feel like they're hanging out with their friends. When they're hanging out with us on the podcast i'm really proud of that it was something yeah. it was a goal it's it's a it's a key to our success and 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 so it doesn't surprise me one bit you know when that's um that's the feeling that his fans have not even to us i'm sorry that you've lost your friend but i'm sorry that they lost their friend too you know because uh he definitely was a, a loved character on this show that you know people would just write in how hilarious he was not just how much he helped their brewing but they just Crack yeah. them up stuff. I would have to go back and listen to because I was already on to the next topic when he was like sliding in a one liner <laughs> that I, you know, that went right over my head.
2: Especially I, in that. You like, and JP hour.
1: on either side of me cracking up as I'm moving on that I'd have to go back and listen to, you know?
2: Yeah. He probably yeah. yeah. put those in and like during the meltdown hour, like you'd go back and listen to them <laughs> later, probably editing, yeah. like doing the tight edits and be like, wait, what was that that he said?
1: Right. But yeah. the other thing he would completely do, like, get the, the joke on a new level for the interviews is uh, and this used to drive me crazy too and again in hindsight he just was right once he got more confident in here he would move us along he would mm. he would not let me just ramble he'd be like so back to that ipa you were just about to ask about justin <laughs> and i at the time i'd be like fuck you this is my show i'll do whatever i want yeah. he was right every time
9: <laughs> yeah, you you know, asked. Yeah, and it's like
0: a couple of times, you know. And I've been thinking about this too, reflecting on it uh, for the past couple of weeks. And and you know, when when you're on the show, at least when you have brain worms like I do or did or still do, whatever, it's you 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 definitely want to like portray something either that you're not or like sort of hyper focus on on a person a, a spot of your personality to like make people laugh or whatever. And that was definitely my shtick. And you know, there were times when Tasty and I butted heads. And you sort of like think about it afterwards, um, especially, and unfortunately it takes times like this to sort of reflect on that. And it's like, why? There's no reason <laughs> yeah. to like, yeah.
5: like, like Tasty was- Why saying, were you like, such a dick? <laughs> <laughs> That's what everyone's asking. I, I, let's just throw that out there, no. And
0: it's like, you, you just sort of you sort of realize that like, you know, it, it doesn't take, you don't need to be like uh, aggressive in that way to, to be funny or to be something you're not, and and it's, I, I keep going back to that because it's sort of my message. My 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 message to Tasty was like, you were always Cool Breeze McDole. Like you were always. Now I'm getting choked up. Um, you were always just yourself, really. I yeah. mean, very in, in different variations, right? Of of Tasty or McDole, Tasty or McDole, but it was still basically ninety percent who he was all the time. Yep. Yeah. And, yep. and, and it's, I, I'm, I'm, I missed out on embracing that for those, for those moments that I didn't.
1: Yeah. 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 We all missed out on some of that. And that is what happens with these things. Yeah. I'm glad you said that. And and I, he understood you. I'll tell you that tasty understood everybody. Um, tasty never said a whole lot to me about like guidance wise and help wise. And you know why I, I know why he knows I wasn't really fucking listening. And he probably could have given me a ton of advice that would have been helpful, but he knew each and every one of us and where his time was uh, valued and useful and spent. And I know that's exactly why I don't, I didn't get all the advice from Tasty that some of you have. Jamil, you're, you know, I'm spot on. I know this guy. <laughs> and so he knew you too, JP. I just want you to know that. Hi, Nicole. I see Nicole has jumped on here too. Nice to see you. Hi, <laughs> Hi! it's very nice to see you. Oh, I rock in the Brewing Network stuff, too.
10: Oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Tasty was a big fan of yours. I'm glad you're popping in your, your head in here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
10: yeah, I miss him.
1: Yeah, we're all going to. There's all going to be several of those moments that, that really hit us, you know, at different times. Um, Jeremy, I think he's probably been to your brewery more than than most any brewery, maybe other than Russian River. Uh, you know, Lagunitas and Russian River were like his home. I think his second home.
6: It's yeah. We're on the same circuit, and and we always kind of uh, we we shared him appropriately. Yeah, and, uh, yeah. Yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
6: Tasty is 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 like a. I always felt like he was possibly leading a a, a dual life as a superhero. Because is it just me? Or one reason why we are all completely shocked and, and maybe not at odds with this, because I think a lot of us aren't really, this hasn't sunken in, is I was pretty sure he was about 52 years old or, mm-hmm. you know, I, he was, he was, there was something there that I was like, no, 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 this, this, we've, we've got at least 20 to 30 more years of Tasty or I will be gone and he will, he will continue, you know, the, was that I, not a,
5: are you, are you, I thought he and I were born at the same time, born twins from yeah. possibly different mothers. I don't know, but we were.
2: That's actually cool, Jeremy. Like I realize now in knowing him since 2008, I never asked him his age. Oh, we asked
1: him. He wouldn't and, answer. And it never
2: came up and he would never answer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He'd never answer on the show and I never asked him off air. And it, it, it almost became elusive in, a, in the best way.
5: He was, he was really private about, you know, certain aspects of his life. Exactly. About, about Janet, about, uh,
1: personal,
5: personal, uh, things. Uh, one, one of the things, one time, um, I tried on his hat and, uh, it was giant. (laughs) I don't have a small head. (laughs) It was floating on me. just like, (laughs) And he, you know, was embarrassed in a way. And I uh, said, no, no, no. I said, look, you know, y- yeah, you got a big head, giant brain, giant heart. I said, yeah, it all it all fits together.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know,
5: he, he, he appreciated that. But, you know, he was very, uh, you know, he, he was very sensitive about, you know, a number of things. And
1: he was, yeah. Uh,
5: you know, the things that would, uh, you know, really... Choke him up, you know. He, his family was one of the most important things. Yes, and I think he considered us all, you know, his extended family as well. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. That's the big, sure. the big heart stuff. He also wore his heart on his sleeve, even though he was private about certain things. You knew uh, that he, he, he was, he was not embarrassed about being emotional. Happened all the time in the right. studio. Bevo, you've seen him and I uh, tear up. Uh, who knows how many times in here over nothing, over like ah. somebody's dog walking by with a limp. Uh, we'd be like, the oh dog looks like it's in pain. I
11: feel like I, I listened to you guys commiserate over that Sarah McLaughlin dog with no eye commercial. Like
8: more <laughs> than like, can't oh, watch no, it. like Obviously.
11: the ASPCA commercial. Yes. More than once. Yeah. And it, like every time there were tears. Every yeah. time.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> now I want to talk about his age for a second and bring up uh, possibly an elephant in the brewing networks room because Jeremy, I had a somewhat different experience. I always thought he was 125 years old, (laughs) but that he just somehow had more energy and life than I ever had. I don't know how he did it, but that guy was out every night and and he would go on promotional tours of Janet's Brown. And like, he had way more energy than me. And I, but I still, I thought he was very, very old and he would never answer the question. And so I feel like we'd be, fake if we didn't bring up you know the brewing networks always had a death pool uh it's something that we've joked about internally on this show uh, yeah. time and again um tasty wasn't always the most comfortable with the death pool by the way um the last yep. time we did a you're vote, all dying before me the, the last time we did a vote i won i won <laughs> The Poor death pool. <laughs> our listeners and, 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 our, and a doctor that we brought in um, had decided I was definitely most likely to, to croak. And it's sad to me that I don't get to keep my title. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that Tasty could have uh, uh, yeah been the next in line. I don't know what. That's the one that
2: felt like the one you earned, Justin. You didn't want to, you know, just let that one go.
1: I finally earned a victory in this goddamn studio and tasty took it away from me. And I'm a little pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but
11: well, actually, I think if you remember correctly, I don't think Casey filled out that questionnaire because I think it was he was uncomfortable. So really,
1: yeah.
11: people who took the questionnaire, <laughs> you're still number one. Bro. I'm
1: still number
0: one. Yeah, I'm like number one <laughs> twice. Casey did oh. a, yeah, he was he was uncomfortable with that, especially he was. because it was it made it too real. And, you know, with again, with his wife
1: passing and uh, you know. well, and I, I want to say, well, at least my impression, I don't think he was uncomfortable with it because he thought he was first in line. I think he was uncomfortable with it because he felt sad thinking about losing any of us. I really think that was his deal, um, you know, whereas. Uh, JP and I uh, deal with sadness by making fun of each other and everybody around us. Uh, Tasty's not like that. And so I think that was his uh, discomfort. And maybe in Tasty's honor, we'll eliminate the death pool. I haven't decided yet. We're doing a lot of things in Tasty's honor. I personally really love the death pool because I think it's (laughs) fucked up.
5: (laughs) I, I look forward to being on the session more, which
2: when each of you dies. (laughs) it's (laughs)
5: <laughs> it's <laughs>
2: this weird the twisted element you have to keep it exactly
1: uh, yeah exactly. i'm still you have to keep it, it justin it's mm-hmm. true World what i, I am think. doing here at the hop grenade is tasty is getting a dedicated line on our draft system um, so first, for the next several months, as uh, brewers from uh, all over are brewing tribute beers to Tasty, um, we'll put each and, and every one of them, as long as it's good, because Tasty also was a stickler about beer. good, mm-hmm. um, And he would tell you it wasn't up to snuff. Is it, yeah. So but we're going to put the tribute beers on that line first. It's Tasty's dedicated line. And I think as time goes on, I think it's going to remain Tasty's dedicated line. And I'm going to sit down with some of you and come up with some guidelines of a tasty approved beer. So not just any beer goes on that line. It has to be tasty approved. And I feel like maybe we can carry on his legacy by uh, uh, choosing things that he would have chosen. I know that you can ha- you'll have some great input on that, Jamil, JP, Doc. I feel like we can come up with like, yeah, some guidelines of what's a tasty approved beer. And that's all that goes on that line. You can't be some new brewer, come in here and be like, well, why can't I go on tap 17? Because you're not Tasty approved. That's
0: right, And we're talking fucking hazy. We're talking hard
1: seltzer. We're talking
0: kombucha. <laughs> <laughs> 100%
5: always on that.
1: Uh, J- Jamel, what do you think? It's so a good idea, right? Like a good way to carry on the legacy?
5: Yeah, absolutely. I think JP's got it, got it nailed. I think uh, he knows exactly what it would, yeah, what it yeah, would
1: be. yeah, yeah. I'm I'm for hire as a
0: consultant.
5: Whatever you could build me it would probably be no beers that JP would drink. So right, yeah, yeah that's true. They're all they're going to be very interesting. Happy. And, yeah.
0: The thing about my mental illness is I know that, and I yes, can
5: still I can exactly. still
0: I can still look. I drink your beer for God's sake. I can right. still know is what is. I love your mental beer.
5: illness. I just drink it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. IPA, session IPAs, you know. Jeremy, you shared a lot of beer with Tasty. You know his oh, style.
5: Oh yeah.
6: Yeah. Uh, definitely no booch, no seltzer, no hazy, <laughs> and no freaking glamour boy hops. I mean, let's 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 take it back to when brewers had to know how to brew without the auto-tune.
1: Mm-hmm.
10: Yeah. Oh uh, <laughs> wet hops. He hated wet
1: hop. Bro. Oh, that's right. He what? You're right, yeah, Doc. Was it wasn't fair. I, yeah. you know what I need to find. So this is selfishly my favorite beer of his. I mentioned this to Jamil was actually his Dortmunder, Doc. You remember that Dortmunder? Oh yeah, definitely. That if was. I, I I want to put a Dortmunder <laughs> on here on there, but it was so good, Jay Z. I, I got to find a craft beer a Dortmunder that was that goddamn good. <laughs> the funny know. thing was, he
5: brewed it as a like a Northern German or a, yeah. a Bavarian German or something like that. And uh, we were up upstairs at more beer, and he was like, "You need to taste all these beers." and tell me what to enter him in, in the, in the national competition. Cause he's like, you win, you need to tell me. I. I'm i like, okay. So I'm tasting it, I'm like, ah, uh, this is more a Dortmunder. <laughs> I'm like, enter it as a Dortmunder. He's like, okay. And there was something else. It was a Dortmunder with peach, I think. Yep. And, and I told him, I told him it's like, ah. it was like way over peached or under peach. I'm like, just brew the beer first and then just, couple of drops until it tastes right or, or we we dosed it right then and there and i'm like that's correct and he's like okay and so he did the math he's like that's what i'm gonna do that's what i'm gonna enter and i'm like i felt so responsible i'm like oh uh, <laughs> yeah. you don't win i'm going feel bad and he won yeah. and he was so appreciative he's like you helped me you told me what to enter and i won and I'm like, the funny uh, thing is, okay we-
0: so much shit for months about that because he's like, that's just my Dortmunder with four drops of apricot, <laughs> right, right,
5: <laughs> yeah. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> oh, man? Oh no, that's right because he wanted to be a peach. It was a peach Dortmunder. Apricot. and I said, use apricot extract because oh. you can't taste peach, and and an mm-hmm. apricot tastes like peach, and people won't know the difference, and just call it peach. And he, that's what he won in the in the nationals with. He was so thrilled, oh. yeah. and
1: we did whole it was a topics good beer about it was a that good beer Definitely. that led to entire shows because oh, yeah. when we talked about making fruit beers you know for years we would just give these suggestions like well you know you can't <laughs> take fruit out once you put it in so we it was an entire like brewing network method that clearly came from you jamil and we used tasty's beer as this delivery method of that of that lesson you know
2: that was mentioned exactly that was mentioned many times in the <laughs> early years and and as a way to well. make one of those beers and have it be interesting and good but don't have to commit to five whole gallons of it yeah. to, if you to want this, to enter a competition do that right
5: you know to, the, to this day i get people asking about the tasty lager method oh yeah and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, so what it is is uh like there's the the Narciss, uh uh um, you know, modified narcissist method, which we had talked about on the (laughs) network for years. And, uh, you know, and this German guy came up with, you know, decades before that. And uh, what's funny is people will, uh, you know, talk about this tasty method and and, then Mike asked me, he's like, well, how do I make lagers? I'm like, well, you know, do this. And And he followed that, it worked out great. And then he repeated it to people. You know, he's like, well, "This is a good way to do it." He was just sharing that information and it became the tasty logger method. <laughs> <And> so <laughs> John and I got this question like a couple weeks yeah. ago. Yeah, just two it's, weeks it's ago. just like it's great. He was such a celebrity. He was such a beloved guy. He was like Santa Claus, you know? No, no matter, you know, what the problem is with Santa Claus, people loved him for whatever. And it was, yeah. it, you know, it, it was just a wonderful thing that, uh, you know, yeah. no, no, matter what, uh, you know, people love him for that. People will love him for decades to come. And <laughs> a, a big, a big part of that is the brewing network, you know, what, yep. what Justin started and what we've all bought into and what we've all supported. And, um, you
4: know, it, oh yeah, it, it got amazing. him around the world to different conferences. I
5: <laughs> I was
4: in conferences in New Zealand and Ireland with them, um, and it was he was all you know. It was he was that guy that you know drew my crowd away, which was <laughs> <laughs> you know. right. Oh, good, yeah. Tacey's here. Okay, you he can answer <laughs> your questions.
9: Uh, <laughs> well, he's, he's just so approachable. Like, yeah. I don't think I've ever met somebody more approachable in my life. Like, yeah. any anybody can walk up to him and he will make you feel like you're a reasonable human being and somebody worth talking to. And somebody, you know, he's he's excited to meet you, to, despite how excited you are to meet him.
4: Yeah, you know? sure. yeah and, he was always a good friend. And, you know, uh, Northern California Homebrew Fests. And Southern California Homebrew Fests, which culminated in the funniest experience of my life when Justin asked me, Palmer, did you eat the whole cookie? (laughs) (laughs)
8: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yes, the cookie would usually come with instructions. <laughs> yeah. how, how often how often do you smoke? Are you, are you used to this? Like, are, is it something that you know? He yeah, would, he would he often would like sometimes never, kind of kind of check in before you actually take it. He
1: would
5: never give me a cookie. He
1: never
2: ever gave me a cookie
1: because he knew you too. He knew you. He's like, oh, yeah. no,
4: no, no.
5: <laughs> you don't want this.
4: I had an upset oh stomach, God. so he said, "Hey, th- you know this this will help. You know TLC, had, you know." good for your stomach it's like oh yeah
1: okay
9: yeah, it'll yeah. take your mind off but he usually yeah. had two yeah you forget for you me. have a stomach
1: we <laughs> 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 oh. the <laughs> other day when i was at the at the collaboration brew with the home brewers uh we we were talking about things we we're gonna miss and w- one of the things i said i was gonna miss is being at like the great american beer festival or another event like you're talking about palmer yeah. and talking to a brewer the next day saying oh man I ate a cookie last night. <laughs> I could tell by the look on their face. I would always go just like you said, Palmer. I'd always be like, did you eat the whole cookie? <laughs> and I won't give any names, but the ones who were like, yeah, dude, I ate the whole cookie. I don't know what happened after that. I don't know where, I don't know. I didn't know where I was. They were never saying they had a bad time, by the way. right? They right. just had a very different time than they intended to have that night. And yeah, I was it, always it, like, it, dude, you never cool. eat the whole cookie. Doing? <laughs> the amount I've
11: ever had a cookie, but the amount of times I've heard that conversation, yeah. it followed up with "Oh God, never again."
1: So I ate the whole cookie. One. I don't. I, I ate the whole cookie one time, and it was on a very important night for me. So I don't know why I did that. Um, I sort of know why I did it. I was going. I was with Doc actually, and we were going <laughs> to see we were going to see Roger Waters perform "The Wall" at the Oakland Coliseum. Cool. Oh, yeah. That's why. And, and I've been, been waiting my whole life to see that show. It's one of my favorite albums of all time. And Roger Waters is on this tour and doc and I get tickets and we rent a limo. Where were with Chris Graham? We're, you know, and I don't remember any of it. Not no, a not God goddamn thing. Not the second set. No, no, nothing. I ate it in the limo <laughs> and I didn't move from my seat. And, and here, and I have, proof, <laughs> I have proof that I don't remember a goddamn thing. I was so bummed that i missed the show that i bought tickets to it a week later i had to go buy tickets again i was already upset i had to buy them the first time they're very expensive (laughs) but i was like i can't miss this show and now they're coming to san jose so i bought tickets stone sober in like the first or second song of the concert a giant airplane flies across the stadium and crashes into a brick wall on stage and I was with Matt Brindleson. He looks at me and he goes, uh, you don't remember that. You don't remember an <laughs> airplane flying across an indoor Coliseum and landing on stage. And I'm like, not a thing. I don't remember one thing. Tasty's cookie got me yeah. Yeah. that and the four beers I had before I ate it. Probably. Right. Um, but I am going to miss that because like I said, none of the brewers ever said they had a bad experience. I always just found it funny to find out the ones that you could tell, like kind of smoke all the time. So the cookie was no big deal. And the ones that were like, Oh, how bad could it be? It's a little cookie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. about oh, it had
4: been 20 years for me. And then, but fortunately, I was at Southern California homebrew fest. So where else better to be? <laughs> you know, it's just yeah. like, I, I came up to Justin's like, man, I'm I'm gonna go back to the tent and rest. I'm just tired. And he goes, how's your stomach? And he's like, oh, it's it's better. I ate <laughs> I, I ate the cookie. He goes, Palmer, did you eat the whole cookie? It's like
0: oh, yeah. he goes, okay, he it's gonna slept get worse. Like a
4: baby now. Yeah. <laughs> and so
1: it's like, oh, that's what's going on. No, problem. but you know, look, that's that's part of why he's tasty too. Like we said, everything he makes was tasty. Yeah, so, uh, yeah and that was well, part now we of have the
3: recipe so we can call we can all make them and then call them tasty tributes
1: uh so hand out
3: tributes
1: yeah uh-huh. you're right we can still get people stoned <laughs> like mm-hmm. he
2: was always a good friend recipe. to hang
1: out with yeah. yeah he would often have them
2: metered out too i noticed like okay i busted my foot once like way back when like more than 10 years ago and, right. and mike and chad were nice enough to be like i'd been cooped up at home for like a couple of weeks you're like, you're just stuck at home. Let's we're gonna take you out. Mike was Mike called me up. He's like, we're gonna take you out. I'm like, cool. Thank you. That'd be awesome. So I'm there crutching along, like they're taking me to bars. We went to like Bar and Lane Splitter and Triple Rock and The Trappist. And I think oh Cato's, I think, is where we ended up. I can barely remember that part. But like <laughs> they had it metered out. Like they have like a quarter cookie at like almost every like i like kind of like an <laughs> interval, right? Like this was like Mike is like, this is what keeps me like from where I need to be kind of thing. And like Chad was right there with him and I was like barely alive at the end of it. I was just obli- <laughs> obliterated. Right. They're like pouring me back into my home at the end. Right. So I'm like barely crutching my way up to the house and like Nicole shows up later and is like, you're barely alive. Like, yeah, sure enough. But like Mike and Chad were fine. Like they had like found a way <laughs> yeah, to like meter it. it, meter it all out somehow and like appear to be fine or at least in my memory appear to be fine. But like, yeah, that was really like, that was really thoughtful of Mike though, to be like, Hey, you're stuck here. I'm going to drag you out. Like he would do this with so many people over the years this is like this early phase of perfecting that where he would just like bring people out and like be out and about with them and
5: like or, or take them up to a I,
2: russian river like take them to like four or five bars or whatever like and get to know people and network with other people that way like he was super good at that and i really appreciated that It was very thoughtful of him to do that for me at that time but it was more about like what mike was doing to continue to build that for himself really enjoy being out and about you know yeah.
5: Well, Nathan, I, I don't think uh, Tasty understood that you only weigh 90 pounds. I think that was part of it. <laughs> right.
2: This is true, actually, Jamil. I think I tried to keep up, and that was part of the problem. <laughs> you got these
0: vegans. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, it was, such a good, it was such a good time, though. I have such fond memories of that one from Mike in particular. Like he, was, he was always thoughtful in that way. Like If you kind of dropped off the radar for too long, like he would come find you. Like, he, like you were saying earlier, Kim, like he would text you every once in a while and be like, check in, you know? Yeah, he would. Then he would want to come and meet up and see what's up. Like, he liked to network and he liked to get to know people. That was also his way of like bringing you back into the fold, and that That's you know right. that was part yeah. of his family again. You know, I
5: thought that. Was, and I, I really wanted to point out that when Nathan uh, raises beer, you realize the whole thing isn't in black and white. His beer is in color, and just everything else is black and
2: white. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, this when Nate my, wanted I to, see, it to be in
2: color right now.
1: <laughs> this is how Nate sees his beer. Uh, what happened to your eyeball? Uh, I don't know. This is
2: like a benign thing, apparently, that happens. I'm, I don't think I don't think I'm going to die tomorrow or anything. No, but
1: you, no, know, but you might one have COVID. too many
2: cookies.
11: It's a right. subconjunctival hemorrhage. He's fine.
2: Exactly. See, Vivo Be- <laughs> knows what this is. What I may you may have you had a cookie. That maybe I had a cookie. You never know. Yeah. I, I don't have it's any of those awful. anymore. I wish I wish I did, but yes, you're right, Bevo.
1: This is just how Nate sees life, Jamil. It's he wanted us to see life how he sees it in black and white. Black
2: and white. It came out better than I thought. <laughs> this is like weirdly monochrome, and then sometimes in color. <laughs> yeah, was in color. solidly creepy. It I will give you the that vibe,
1: brother. <laughs> it really does. It does very well. Well, let's. I right, I want to know what everybody's drinking in Tasty's honor tonight, Jeremy. What were you What were you sipping on today?
9: Well,
6: in honor of Tasty's love of wet hops, I'm having a Born yesterday.
5: Nice. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. In a glass.
1: Perfect. Um, Bevo, did I see a beer in your glass?
11: Not a beer. I'm drinking sparkling water and bitters. Uh oh. Not cool. Bitters
1: and soda, baby. Let's go. Are you sick? <laughs> no. Okay.
11: No, I, just <laughs> couldn't, I mean, I didn't really have any. I didn't want to open a bottle of wine because then you have to drink the whole bottle.
1: No, I just thought you only drink bitters like when you have an upset stomach or something. Or no, cocktail. I just really
11: like them.
0: Okay. Yeah, it's like cocktail bitters. Apparently, that's like yeah. the thing where you know if you if you can't drink like a bartender on shift or whatever, you just take soda water, some splashes of bitters,
1: and yeah. Okay, yeah. I've never heard. It. What are you drinking? Oh, the celebration! celebration. Yeah. Oh, it's oh, there you go. Very nice. Very and nice. a
2: home brewed brown ale, which i mean at the towards the end like mike really couldn't respond to lots of text messages and stuff but i started brewing brown ales in the summer just because that's what i wanted to drink and what nicole wanted to drink and like i'd send him messages to be like i wish you were here tasting this with me you know i would love to get his feedback on stuff i know he'd he'd want it but um yeah yeah so not janet's brown but you know homebrew brown ale kind of a brown in the in the memory and in the honor yep
1: kim shimke the undead are you allowed to drink what are you having
3: Yes, I'm allowed to drink. Two drinks per night, according to it's, my doctor. Ooh,
1: slow down, uh, baby.
3: Which is enough to get me drunk, so that's fine. Um, I wish I thought more about it. I wish I did more of a significant choice, but I just pulled, like, literally the first beer I saw in my fridge, which was the Modern Times on. Okay.
1: okay. Tasty wouldn't be mad about just grabbing the first beer in your fridge. That's all right. That's I true. Just you curious. let
3: anything I do pass anyway.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. JP? uh well i'm drinking celebration baby
0: it's celebration season my apologies to every brewery out there in the entire world for the next two months but (laughs) your boy off that juice and but i did bring it in uh you know i brought i had one in my glass and i brought one in this uh the very cool lagunitas uh brown paper cozy cozy thing (laughs) or whatever so uh you know i summoned jeremy with my mojo
1: the, the celebration is tasting great uh, this year. It tastes great every year, but, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I had it this year, too. It's just, uh, it just spectacular.
2: So good. Yeah. And I made a Can You Brewed appearance more than a couple times, I think.
1: And oh, we'll right. Did you guys clone that, that Jamil? Did you, did you nail it? We nailed everything, please.
2: <laughs> no, of course. An arrogant bastard, I,
1: I recall correctly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Jamil's convinced they did. Tasty was convinced they didn't. Right.
5: Uh, yeah. no 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 that was arrogant bastard yeah 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 uh, that, no
1: that's what i was saying. yeah that's what yeah. jp said was arrogant yeah. mitch
5: was he was like yeah i gotta admit that was seriously close and i think uh tasty just wanted to keep doing it again and again and that's why he said no because five of the six of us all go like yeah i don't taste right it. give me these two beers well yeah he's dead now so it's cloned
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his vote is gone. <laughs> Not too soon. I'm okay with that one, Jay Z. Uh, what are you drinking tonight, Jay Z?
5: Uh, first off, I think Bitters has up to 40% alcohol, 80 proof. Oh, yeah, but if you if you mix it, it's like. It's like five. Yeah, it's, like yeah, five it's only batches. like a ten percent ABV beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Funny. Okay. Yeah. No, like ain't going alcohol. without the alcohol. I'm just saying. No. No.
1: Uh,
5: I'm having our yeah, heretic California IPA, which Tasty really loved. <clears throat> if it was Evil Three season, that's what I'd be drinking because he loved that beer.
1: Okay. Loved that whole process. He did. Yeah. Teresa Passuti.
9: So, uh, I would have loved to make a Janice Brown ale because that was my first homebrew. But oh. uh, I'm drinking a Thirsty Pretzels because that's the closest thing I have to uh, that beer. Hang on so, a
1: second. Hang on. Munich Dunkel. Hang on one yeah. second. Your very first homebrew was Janice Brown. Yes. And then you became a professional brewer. And now you're a right host the on the Brewing Network. I know. Wow! Look at your career. You're I know. making horrible are. decisions. <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Every side you're going
1: to this suck. way, this way. Widen and your know, circle of it, friends.
9: <laughs> and it's it's just beginning. Like let's just see what happens in the next few right. years.
1: Like, right. Oh my gosh. Yes. All right, we're keeping Teresa yeah, out of the yeah. Death Pool. Jamil and JP. She's not allowed in the Death Pool. She's a, she need we need to help her trajectory go that way. Yeah, well, there's no women allowed in the Death Pool. I feel like. <laughs> is that what happened? <laughs> you know, longer life like, expectancy. woman
3: already won it, thing. so that's why. <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> so, true. Kim already won it. Yeah, so Return from I, the dead. So she already won it. I can be it. in exactly. the Death
9: Pool. Kim cannot be in the Death Pool.
1: She already no, won, Kim won it. Is, it. It's a is, new, she new she Death
9: Pool forever. She
1: bounces. She died already. That's true. That's true. John Palmer, what are you drinking tonight? Um, I'm having this
4: year's uh, Anchor Christmas Ale. Oh. And uh, so very nice. This is, it was donated to us by Anchor and uh, uh, very tasty beer.
1: I haven't had that beer in years.
0: No, it's a classic choice for, for John Palmer, which sort of lends credence to his vibe. I don't know. Yeah. It, it seems very fitting for you, Palmer, that you're drinking Anchor Christmas.
4: Yeah, I, I yeah I always like the old classics. I mean, Celebration is just my go-to beer. It is you know if, if people ask when people ask me what's my favorite beer, that's one I always name because uh, it, it it reminds me of my homebrew and Tasty's homebrew. You know, just that that clean, crisp, hoppy flavor. You know,
5: so it's old school. It's old yeah. school.
4: Yeah.
0: Hopping in all.
2: Consentennial action. Yeah, Whenever, yeah. whenever
4: like through the,
0: uh, in the, in the fermenters, they go through and they kiss each fermenter. That's how <laughs> <bring> <laughs> everything. Yeah. Jeremy, okay. you can bring that if you want to log in. It's a, it's a secret I'm going to give to you. It's, they just kiss the fermenters, like on a daily basis. Yeah. Okay, we'll take you up
1: on that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Doc, uh, what, what you drinking?
10: I started out... Uh, <laughs> I brewed a, a Shallow Grave about a month ago, so I started drinking that. Nice. And I haven't brewed in a long time, and it turned out pretty well. Cool. Uh, that was good. Then I moved on to uh, Old Rasputin. Wow.
2: Oh. And
10: now one. I'm drinking an 805. I have okay. a lot of things on tap right now. so
1: That's the, the well. come-down beer for All sure. Right. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I, I'm going to wrap us up here um, and and everyone's going to you, you can feel free to to log off here when when we're done with our toast. Um, although those of you watching, I'm going to play our Tasty Tribute. Uh, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, JP um, uh, put together a, uh, a string of clips uh, from Tasty, a, a little bit of a best of. Um, uh, call it Baron, it's called called what? I call it Tasty Fest. Tasty Fest. OK, there we go. Um, bear in mind, you're going to hear a lot of me, <laughs> uh, which makes it sound weird at first, but it's JP setting up context because, you know, Tasty was like, he just got in those short and sweet comments. So I'm just saying that because I don't want you to think that uh, we're, you know, it's anything other than a Tasty tribute. It really is. Well, I uh, got your notes and you wanted more of you in there. So. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you know, some Tasty is fine.
5: <laughs> Not enough cowbell. Uh, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, also, I also want to let listeners know, uh, especially, you know, those of you who are, are local to California, um, there w- we will put together kind of a public uh, memorial slash tribute to Tasty. And I had intended to do that as quickly as possible, um, even with, with COVID. But Tasty had expressed to his family that he wasn't really comfortable with that. He, he didn't want us putting together something where people couldn't really enjoy beer together and kind of hug it out and, like, and be in, in what, he was, what he loved about this industry and what he loved about being a part of the Brewing Network. He had expressed to his uh, sons that that wasn't really something he, he liked. Hmm. So we're going to wait. And I know that everybody kind of needs a way to grieve and that, and that memorials are a way to do that. But I also want to respect Tasty's wishes. I had always intended that there would be a Tasty Fest, a beer festival dedicated to Tasty. And I was going to do that later and sort of a public memorial now, but I'm going to wait. You know, when I found out about Tasty's wishes, I I just, I want to respect that. So, um, that's part of why we're doing these shows for you. And, and we hope that you can find your own ways to grieve and, and your own ways to, to make a toast and to make a tribute to, to him, to your friend, to our friend. Um, and, and I'm gonna wait, you know, when this whole COVID thing gets out of our way, uh, you have my word, there will be a Tasty Fest immediately in, in the pipeline. And, uh, and we will donate those proceeds to an appropriate charity. And it will be about all of the things that were important to Tasty about this industry and, and, and you listeners and, and you guys here at the Brewing Network. So I just wanted to say that. I don't want you to think that we're ignoring your need for some way to grieve with us and with him, too. It were just his wishes for us to wait. And so we're going to wait. And I'll let you know as soon as I can when we can do that.
0: You know, that's uh, messed up because if Ruth Bader Ginsburg didn't get her final wishes, he shouldn't either. God. Damn it. <laughs> that's right. No, I, I, th- I think that's great because I wouldn't have gone if we had it in the next month or so. And I know a lot of people wouldn't have. It'd be very weird. Um, I, But it was something like this with a guy who's touched everybody's lives directly and indirectly. You need to have uh, a
1: lot of touching. <laughs> yeah. He enjoyed touching. Uh, he, just- he, he did. Uh, so... Um, just know, uh, that it is the first event I will be planning when this is over, it will be fully dedicated to Tasty, but more importantly, dedicated to you all, um, his friends, his fans, um, his family as a way to celebrate his life. He really wanted a celebration and that's, that's what we'll do. Um, so I just kind of wanted to put that out there, even though I don't clearly have a date, um, or an exact plan, but just trust me, this one will happen. It's at the, I have no other priority higher than that. That's right. We've forgotten a lot of stuff over the years, but not this. <laughs> but not this. This will not go by the wayside.
10: He, he did like touching a lot. He'd always give you a hug when he saw
5: you. Oh, yeah. But Squeeze
10: I remember, your side, man. Yeah. yeah. So I, I remember I got out of my car and he goes, Doc! And he comes over and gives me a big hug. And just then these two teenage boys were walking by. And they give us one of those looks. What is that? <laughs> and he, he looks right at was What's the matter? You ain't never seen man love before.
1: <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Should we just name it so Low good. Hug Fest or uh, should we just give him man love fest? Yeah. Man love. You have a
9: perfect name now.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
9: Tasty Love Fest.
1: <laughs> well, like the the Doe's crew, for example, has already reached out to me. Um, uh, Robbie over there has reached out to me saying, hey, we, we really hope you're going to keep tasty's tasting room going and and we want to keep that going too and i just was like are you kidding i I will never do a, a spring brews fest uh without tasty's tasting room that is that is just set in stone but we're going to do even more than that is sort of what i'm saying tasty you know we're going to give everybody a chance to celebrate his life so um even if i just change the name of spring fest forever to tasty fest i don't know we'll see Um, But I just didn't want you all to feel like we weren't going to, you know, wasn't on our mind and we weren't going to give you something to, you know, hold on to. Um, All right. Well, I want to thank each of you for being on here today. And I know that Tasty would have been crying in the corner the whole time, just like I just like I would have done if I didn't have to host. Um, He appreciates each of you and to his to his fans out there. I mean, as you've heard in countless stories tonight and on on the last one, he just loved you guys and um you know i'm really proud that the brewing network gave him this outlet and he and i'm and i'm proud of him uh, that he embraced it and i just think it's the coolest thing uh, that he has this incredible legacy uh and by the way he had a legacy even before that as Jamil said his family was like the most important thing to him and if you could have heard his family and friends at that memorial really saying the same things that we say it's funny that a bunch of his son's high school friends got up to speak because of what impact he had on their life, his son's friends and he supported them in all of the ways that, that we've been talking about. He supported us. Um, so he's really been this man for a very long time since long before we knew him. Um, and, and Kim, I noticed today, I saw the, the the photo that you put up on veterans day on Facebook. And I encourage everybody to go look at that and it's tasty Doc, you, you'll get a kick out of this if you haven't seen this. It. Tasty filling up his Jeep with fuel. Um, That's and such is, a
3: good picture. It's it is the
1: picture. coolest, coolest picture. And he's just, even in, at that young age, he's just, he's got that look. He's got that tasty goddamn look see on it. his face. He can see it in his
2: face. And he would, never, got, he would never have posted that picture himself.
1: That's he never part. would have. I don't think he'd be mad about it, but he never would have.
3: He and, gave it to me.
1: Oh, he did? Oh, good. Yes. Okay, good. He gave it to
3: me like three years ago.
1: Okay.
10: Well, he, he uh, wouldn't, He like said, he wouldn't talk about personal <laughs> stuff or things like that. I finally, him and I were, of course, out drinking. We were at Ool sitting at the bar drinking, and I got him to open up about his time in Vietnam, which he really doesn't talk about that too much. But Yeah. And funny story. He was on guard duty three in the morning, you know, in the foxhole being bored with everybody else and and just you know, coming on foxholes every, you know, 50 yards or something. And he was the one with the M203 grenade launcher. <laughs> so him and his partner in, in the trench there said, hey, let's wake everybody up. So he boom, <laughs> lets one go at three in the morning. Wow. Kaboom. All the sirens come on. People are starting to shoot. Everything's going on. They had to wake up the colonel and everything.
1: Oh shit!
10: He never got never got caught for it, but they were they were looking for heads
1: <laughs> troublemaker. And he's way too unassuming to, for them to have pointed oh, yeah. at him. <laughs> yeah, no, nobody would have thought it was McDowell.
0: That's probably yeah. why he had everybody do everything for him from that point <laughs> forward. <laughs> the last thing he ever did for himself. From then yeah. on, he swore. yes. Yeah. You know, he told me this. I was from that moment, he swore he would never do anything for
1: himself. Right. He's like, I make bad decisions when I do it
0: myself. <laughs> <laughs> You're in a foxhole, horny as shit. I need to fucking blow something up right now. <laughs>
1: All right, well, you know, normally I would do kind of a big giant toast, but I actually feel like this show itself was the big giant toast. And, and I don't need to say uh, a, a whole lot more. I've got, the, uh, I've got his uh, montage put together. I'll leave my camera uh, going uh, so that you folks watching can, can hear it. Um, and everybody else, you're, you're also welcome to stay uh, or, or drop out here. Um, but I will do a small toast. Um, and, uh, you know, Tasty, I think that uh, you, you have forever changed uh, uh, many more lives than, than we know and that we will ever know. Uh, but you've absolutely changed ours. Uh, you have changed the trajectory of our lives. Um, the way we think about life, the way we think about friendships, and definitely the way we think about beer. And I love you for it. And I want to say cheers to Tasty. And thank you. Just thank you for everything you've done for us. Cheers, it's brother. Tasty. Cheers. Ah. And thanks for Janice Brown. All right. I'm going to play this clip. String of clips. It's about 18 minutes long. Um i feel like these tributes can go on for the next year jamil you and i are just going to keep chiming in with these things there's going to be more clips there will be a tasty soundboard uh that is going to be of epic proportions um thanks you uh, thanks to you all for being a part of this i you know i appreciate each and every one of you and um listeners here you go J- yeah, jp you got something else
0: yeah, I just want to give a, a shout out to uh, Peter Simons. I want to give a shout out to Susie, uh, to Brendan Abbott, to Neil Spake, uh, to Steve Thanos. These were all uh, listeners that reach out to me. And then I, in turn, in true tasty form, asked them to do work for me. <laughs> nice. <So, laughs> they <Steve laughs> uh, helped out as well. So everybody contributed clips, which was very much a, a, a communal Um, A communal thing, although I did, you know, 90% of the work. Um, But yeah, so it was, it was, it was, uh, everyone was really very happy to sit and listen to shows. And I got more comments on just the shows really than, than I did clips, which was a little annoying, but um, it was cool because it gave people an excuse to go back to like 2015, 2012 (laughs) and listen to these shows, you you
5: know, it was really neat. Do you asked people to help you, so you did 100% of the work. Don't be, don't be modest. Yeah, you need you
0: write did 100%. Zero-hour work week by Jamil Zaynchev. You 100%, 100% <laughs> yeah.
1: brother. He would have liked that tribute from you, JV. Yeah, he really would have. All right, folks. I'm happy to see your faces. I can't wait. Uh, and I mean this, sort of, kind of. I mean it. <laughs> For us to be back in the studio together. I miss you all and, the, and these shows. Yeah, me too. Um, the most healing thing uh, I think will be when we get to do some stuff like that here at the Brewing Network. And we're going to hug. I, it's it's We're going to hug. We're gonna. It's going to be a big, sure. long, low hug.
8: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: gonna be awkward. I'm going to fill your gas tank, baby. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. Here is Tasty. Uh, thanks to you all. We'll be back as soon as uh, COVID allows us. Plus, I think we got some more Zoom shows coming up, too. So stay tuned to the Brewing Network. And uh, Tasty, this is for you, my dude. Uh, so we got an exciting show for you today. It's our holiday end of the year show. So that basically means if you are looking for beer information on today's program, uh, only tune in when Tasty speaks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh... Otherwise, we
7: are going to get a shit about information. That's, <laughs> that's right.
1: right. The rest of us are just going to have man, I would like to listen to his old man talk about uh, brewing beer on that icebreaker. That would be that would be some good stories. That's probably like prison hooch or something. yeah. I mean, was, yeah, they we're probably talking to... some
7: sugar from the kitchen
0: and right. Uh, but they probably water. had the best brewing water available. <laughs> yeah. so I, I, it's, I, it's glacier water, yeah
11: our neighbor grew up in a military family and his dad made beer and, and uh, kept the bottles in the showers. Right. One day, one day his, his mom was on the shitter and uh, these <laughs> bottles sta- started exploding oh. while she was
9: in there. Scared
1: the shit out of her. Uh, yeah, she in glass <laughs> shower. <laughs> she couldn't
9: leave. It's like an enema. <laughs> <laughs> wow. she, she could not you know, leave the bathroom. She was too scared.
7: No, that's a good homebrew oh, story there. Right? I like
2: that. <laughs> you get to look at your yeast, which is really cool. Uh, on top of very informative, because you know it's cool to see the yeah. things that make make the alcohol. Yeah, you can see those. That, you can see those that
7: have had sex. Those are your they're, 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 yeah. Guys yeah. They have a smile
2: on their faces. Yeah, <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs>
2: you took up on that bong. you has been hours looking
1: at that microscope. <laughs> I, I, <it laughs> was, man, I was wondering why Tasty's beers are so good. He's <laughs> <laughs> on that microscope, man. Uh, like, yeah, well, I'm not being <laughs> that way. Please, somebody's going to be an adult around here. Your turn. The BN Winter Brews Festival is coming together very, very nicely. We've got some extra features going on. Tasty is going to have his own tasting room at the, uh, at the BN, <laughs> so BN Winter Brews yeah, Festival. Right. Tasty's tasting room. And uh, we're going to be serving homebrew, too. That's going to be homebrew all the time. Yes. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, if B- you know what happened, yeah. if people occupied out front one of our festivals, I can guarantee you, I would bet what would happen on it. Tasty would go around feeding them his homebrew. Exactly. Group. That's his thing. Like, like, he'd be like, hey, don't down. worry, I got your back. I'd then. be chopping totally. up with him and pretty soon. He'd be, yeah, be he'd be carrying around his little Scotty of Janet's uh, Janice Brown yeah. and feeding the feeding the, the masses. That's right. beer. Mm. And my version of Tasty's APA got a silver and best in class. The recipe advice I've picked up from Jay Z and Tasty has directly contributed to my success. And other information from the rest of you guys, even JP. <laughs>
7: Uh, when, us. When, what's it was, we're in this one place I think we were in there together actually when I was in Sydney they'd pick up the glassware at 10 o'clock at night or something like that
6: give you plastic, you, you plastic plastic plastic? Yeah. yeah the old Frankie wow. Wow. Yeah, Frank, that's where I right. met the lovely Nicole you did meet the lovely Nicole <laughs> give her a shout out Stacy hey, <laughs> <laughs> it's <tasty. laughs> okay in 2017
9: and you know, you know that Jill the thrill and Tasty have always had a little special connection. So, you know, yeah.
10: Whether hey, hey. you like it or not. Yeah. I'm yeah. About, yeah. I'm <laughs> yeah.
9: And I'm am really hopeful, Tasty. I really invite you. I hope you'll come and oh, do okay. a session and and share your love, oh, and your joy. Because you. there's really no guy better than a good coach and a good friend to homebrewing than all of you guys well, and especially you know, Tasty. Tasty has that special touch. Yeah. He does. He
7: does. You mean the low hug? We're off the track.
9: No, no, no! Remember, it's the reach around under boob grab. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> wow, that's a new move. More specific, <laughs> Casey. Uh, wait, did you just ask Casey to speak at the event? I would be very oh,
7: grateful if he yeah. would
9: come and and uh, do a session. Yeah, I, I could
7: do that for sure. Would that's you do that? Cool. I'd be a we super. We'd love to. I'd love to do that.
9: Thank you, Casey. What mean, are the dates aside, Dude,
7: <laughs> my
10: lips are fucking numb. Oh, not good.
7: So Mike's beer, as Jamil wasn't even in. He wasn't even involved in brewing that. So how was I like, going to learn know anything? And he was just scuba diving under inception. Yeah, he had to wait for me. He remember. was doing male prostitution yeah. or something.
1: Right, He right. was good at that, but he's even better at this brewing he's beer. Built. Second nominee for douche of the year, our very own Jamil Zana oh. oh. yes. Now why? Why am uh, not uh, clapping? Now, now here's what's this about? what Come I'll, on, I'll tell you. Jay-Z went on to a certain video podcast. A vlog. And, <laughs> okay, a, and gave, gave the official release of his brewing company on another fucking show.
7: Yeah, I forgot well, about that. What? That is a low blow.
1: <laughs> uh, think of the name.
2: Over what face. is piking
1: down to the Dusty? Uh,
2: that means you're, gone, you're dying. You know, oh. you're passed away. He piked off to the Dusties. is literally a pike is to go or walk or you know, travel and the Dusties is uh, the graveyard. So oh, okay. hiking off to the
1: Dusties is you're done. over. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. Point point being, it was evolved enough where you could have a code
1: language based off. Yeah. It, right? Exactly. Yeah. So I want to make Tasty a T-shirt that says hiking <laughs> off to the Dusties. <laughs> <laughs> if you go, is that good? I'll listen to Jay Z go nuts anytime. Twice, man. I, in fact, the thing is. Uh, I hear that I hear that it's happened at competitions before too. kind of judging in the back room and, you know, the judge is not staying on track, whatever. Did he flip out this week at all? Were you around tasty? Any uh, any any yeah, him and I had words. You guys you guys fought together? Yeah, I had a stress shouting match with him. God damn it. And I didn't like that. Oh, That would
7: have been a doozy. What'd you guys fight about? Well, I don't know. They wanted the uh, what was it the uh, the mini best of show entries or something. They uh, wanted them like immediately, and I said, "Okay, here's the deal. When you think you're about fifteen minutes away from wanting them, yeah, give me the heads up." Because think- you're
1: in charge of getting all this yeah, stuff up to right. the, the
7: rooms where right. they're judging. Says, so "Give me a fifteen minute." Notice and we'll get him up there. Okay. Well, next thing I know, he's at this cellar door. Where's the bears Where's the beers? Yeah. This is Joe said. I got really upset. Like, because he didn't horses, give you know, the 15? Yeah, I never got the 15. Oh, like All okay. I got was a zero, right? And he yeah. was like off the charts,
1: you know. Oh, he was? Yeah. He so he I was yelled?
7: like, I was yelling at him like I was serious. And I kind of was. Yeah. But I'm just looking at the look in his face and it started laughing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> because he couldn't believe you were well, yelling he's back a great, at him? he's He good friend Yeah. And he couldn't believe I was yelling back. And so did you guys, uh did he just turn around and walk away or no, did you guys no, end up smiling and he Yeah. Yeah,
7: by the time we get in yellow, here comes the beer psychopath. We gotta get, got get out of the way, you know? Like, <sighs> you got guys aren't helping at all, you know? I can't wait for the day. I can
1: afford just a mic you got. Next week, Winterfest. Push will be there. Yes, This is Push. Tasty will be there with his entourage. <laughs> entourage. Tasty's tasting room and you can meet me. is yes. open. That's right. <laughs> Tasty's tasting room will be open. Yes. Uh, and
0: he, he will be available to be met between <laughs> 1 and 102. <laughs>
1: Other
0: than that, and you have to take a nap. <laughs>
1: Right. Other than that, you'll have to speak to his personal representative, Shat. Are we going to have a Tasty booth? We are. Tasty's Tasting Room. No, no, no. Just for him. Just the... <laughs> yeah, it's a dunk tank.
0: <laughs> In a vat of
1: The chair and a card table. Got <laughs> flyers out. And a chessboard. board. I don't know what. Hey, thanks for buying the book. Wow. All right. He'll be signing blank journals. <laughs> you can write the book yourself. Yes. All right. <laughs> You're good sport, tasty.
7: Yeah, <laughs> but they've an offer, yeah.
1: You know, I'm like that way too. Honestly. Oh,
9: honey, I'll give you like, an offer. Me in I'll give you an <laughs> offer.
1: So, is this acceptable to pee at a urinal? No hands,
10: yes. As long as you're not, you know, like a rain bird, that's
1: what I think, too. <laughs> yeah.
8: yeah,
7: it's like a dog off leash. As long as it's under control, what does it yeah. matter? You know, I mean, it's not,
1: yeah. Oh. oh, in Estonian. You say in Estonian. It, yeah. cocks tastes good. That's how you say 12 months? Yeah.
7: yeah. <laughs> so, so there's a so video then, on YouTube where you <laughs> can go see some chicks. Oh, like, yeah. Uh, oh, some local, local Estonian chicks telling you that
4: what, 12 uh, months. <laughs> yeah. So how many months are there in a year? That's amazing. Good, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: This brewcaster <laughs> brought a keg of homebrewed IPA to a Christmas party, but didn't bring CO2. They managed to drink the beer by spooning it out with a ladle. Who was it? Spooning. <laughs> ah. Tasty. That's right. It was yeah. Tasty McDull.
0: Yeah. The homebrew IPA gives it away. It
1: shows
0: up with Peter. Right? <laughs> yeah, that's right. But that was, that
1: was kind of a gimme. It
0: was. Yeah. I yeah, thought so too. The when spooning part got it wrong already.
1: Around. Tasty, well, how the hell you show up without CO two?
7: Well, you know, I had everything laid out and I just forgot it. You know, to get there all ready to go, I got my bag of cookies. I got my 9 <laughs> yeah. percent double IPA, and everybody's ready to rock. And uh, oops, oops, so looks on their faces, just like eight guys and we do this every year right yeah. and uh, they're going like i mean we're not going to have any double ipa this time <laughs> how and well i was more like go? confused about oh how did i forget that yeah and they're all like concerned like oh my god is this gonna get a mess things up oh, so my, whose god, idea was, was it man. to ladle it I, I don't know i just thought about it a little bit like we're gonna get this beer out of there somehow so i just let the pressure off took the lid off saying <laughs> looked around a little bit who's got a ladle you know and, nice and, yeah. i like it tasty yeah. Out you great. can't disappoint. We had to, we always drink the whole thing anyway, so it didn't really matter if we abused it a little bit.
5: All right, so uh, Tasty, you did a, an amazing job on. on well, uh, thank, on you this one. thank you very know, much. Thank you very know, much. It, it can't get
7: any closer than this. When I strike up the flame, I always play. You know, try to apply my craft. So the, <laughs> you know, if I was as good at a lot of other things as I am about brewing beer, I'd be a phenomenal uh, whatever. <laughs> anyway, uh, <laughs> when I went to make this beer, I said, well, you know, I got to really do this right because I uh-huh. can't like.
5: Right, right. You, you, you knew, no time get, you to get no uh, slack on this one. What,
7: no, have imp- a brewing accident of any sort, or, or improvising, or any sort of poetic license in yeah, terms yeah. of like, yeah. no poetic deviating from the recipe. Which I get, my balls busted for one trouble. Yeah, which I don't do anymore.
1: Is it like the ugly owner, hot wife one? It is because you know he makes good beer because he has a hot fiance. Oh my god, she's gorgeous, right? She's seeing see that asshole? And every
3: time he look at me, go. Oh yeah.
1: All right. What else?
10: And then to start out at the beginning, I had uh, about half a main jar of, uh, of white line, white lightning um, moonshine.
0: <laughs> well, were you who late made, for something? What's who going on? made this? Yeah. And we were drinking that beer and we said, we should do something, right? Beautiful. It was tasty and oh, they, yeah, I said, and I think I said yeah. we should
7: do a beer because uh, his beer I was in planning. Tasty brought it up. Yeah. Right, right. Oh, yeah, the Big Brewery wasn't open then. So. Just in
5: planning. Right? Yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, I was working yeah. on it. Yeah. So it be, we knew it was going to be ready about in, in a few months, yeah. yeah, yeah.
1: Did you discuss beer styles right then and there in your drunken Winterfest state, or did you just say, uh, oh, we should no, do No, it yourself. didn't matter then. <laughs> right.
5: Yeah, it's just, you know, you know you're these guys, they both said, hoppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> we're going to do a, uh, like an imperial IPA, a, a triple IPA, and uh, we're, it's going to be called uh, Evil Cubed. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's, it's three of us. And, uh, you know. We're oh, tasty, go you're in on this, to, on this, the, on this too. For sure. Thing. Yeah. And, and uh, it was Mike's <laughs> idea. Oh, you know? oh, that's <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm the producer.
7: You're going to be uh, carrying the grain bags, I'm sure. <laughs> I, I have a team for that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a heritage brew house. It's, it's made for good beer. It's yeah. just going to be good. Yeah.
5: Yeah. Earlier on, I was asking them, like, you know, asking these guys what hops they wanted. Tasty didn't respond. And. Uh... <laughs> well, I didn't know what the beer was. <laughs>
1: Well, let's just say we're all gonna be that age one day. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Great, that's hey,
5: all your dad's ass. Come on. <laughs> yeah, my dad's looking all right, right? All right? Now,
6: the dedication to personal success award. That it.
7: That's it. Okay. that's good. <laughs> oh. All right. Good job. Push. No further explanation required. There. No. All right. There, now this is one
1: of those war awards that you, that you don't really need nominees for. There's there's one clear winner. It's like an honor. It's like an honor. Like the light, when you get the lifetime achievement, they don't do Uh-oh. nominees, right? Uh-huh. They just uh, and that is 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 what this is. Uh, let me let me play the clip and you'll get the whole idea and you'll see our our, our very deserving winner of the dedication to personal success award.
7: Yeah, they the, had Vinnie's beer there, right? The uh, Janice Brown. You're gonna Janice Brown, right? It's his badly wore Brown. It's a Janice Brown inspired beer. Eric oh, and I, I were brewing when we brewed the <laughs> yeah. Janice Brown. Janice Brown. Uh, I like it. It's got was, a little bit of Janice uh, in uh, it. That was a of it. Wait a Janice. 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 When the Janice yeah. Brown was born in there, it was kind of yeah. unique. Yeah, that it was way.
5: dark. And we'll oh, definitely oh, brew the Janice again. Oh, yeah. Yep.
7: Yeah. Yep. yep.
8: Yeah. Yep.
7: Janice Brown. I'm on a tour here. The, I call it a mini rollout. Janice Brown. And hey, you get to meet me. It's really good, isn't it? That's the first time the beer has been poured outside the pub. Janice Brown. People that hadn't got to try it yet or that didn't make their way up to Santa Rosa got to try it there. Janice Brown. I'll be at the Trappist next week. I'll let you know when. Janice. The beer that I brewed at Rush River is very, very similar to, to what I brewed. Janice Brown. I'll bring my entourage. Yeah. <laughs> Tasting a doll, ladies
1: and gentlemen. Dedication to Personal Success
8: Oh,
7: <laughs> uh, thank, uh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, yes, well, yeah. that was from yeah, one for, show, Tasey. <laughs> <laughs> Which is was, weird, but... I was going to say, well, you know, maybe two or three episodes, you can to <laughs> pick up uh, I mean, you know, in all fairness, I mean, I wasn't... Uh, I was prompted to for my response. Like, <laughs>
8: right. Yeah,
7: there might have been a little bit of repeating in there, but probably not. Too, too. You know, I, not too much. Right. I think
5: Moscow well.
10: deserves an award for finding all those clips. Yeah, yeah you actually, did Moscow
5: scoured the shows
1: for me. The poor bastard spent hours. Well, you can punch him.
5: Those, <laughs> yeah. No, that's
7: great.
1: Wow. Yeah, uh, the dedication to personal success, tasty. Good job. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> I deserve it. All right, yeah, I like to thank uh, yeah, of course. Okay, of course. the <laughs> yes. yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> James Brown. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it it will like remain in your intestinal yeah. tract for periods
7: of time longer than other foods. Yeah, right. I heard that. I've heard that about black pepper too. And it gives you, oh, yeah, it gives you bad breath. It's it uh, if you like. I have that. that. Don't eat me. have better breath for sure. Right, like he has great breath i kiss him all the time Right, jp i don't like it does a girlfriend like it the girls love it getting more missionary style sex now with the place that they're, <laughs> they're willing to look at you
1: yeah you don't have to turn everybody around anymore <laughs> still no eye contact but yes face to face i see i see yeah. <laughs> uh all right you can get all of these up yeah. Kim,
10: put the boobs on yeah. the tats on the boobs
1: the tats on the boobs yeah you did a good job. Where was I? Was I wasn't available for that? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Where, where you, you go, Kim. <laughs> yeah.
7: no. Now, here's where my dilemma <laughs> I, is. I don't, I don't want to give an F.
1: I love shoes. Uh, I love It'll come as no surprise that your fourth <laughs> and final nominee Either for the I'm 2010 uh, Peer of the Year is uh, Janet's Brown. Oh, from- oh! <laughs> Russian River Brewing Company.
0: What was that again? Yeah, I've actually never heard it. What, uh, what was, was that again? again? Where, did, where, where did we get this? another category. You beer, right? The uh,
7: Janice Brown. You're going to Janice Brown, right? It's as badly wore brown. It's a Janice Brown-inspired beer. Eric oh, and I were brewing when we brewed the yeah. Janice Brown. Janice Brown. I like it. It's that got was, a little bit of that Janice in that was it. Was Janice, 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 Janice. born the Janice yeah, Brown was born we we there. there. Was yeah,
5: yeah, we'll definitely oh, brew man. the Janice again. Uh, yeah. Yep.
7: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Janice Brown. I'm on a tour here. The, I call it a mini rollout. Janice Brown. And you get to meet me. It's really good, isn't it? That's the first time the beer has <laughs> been poured meet outside meet. the pub. Janice Brown. Uh, people that hadn't got to try it yet or that didn't make their way up to Santa Rosa got to try it there. Janice Brown right? I'll me at the Trappist next week. I'll let you know when. Janice the beer that I brewed at Russian River is very, very similar to, to what I brew Janice Brown. Fantastic. I'll bring my entourage.
0: Yeah.
6: <laughs> Janice no, Brown. Thank, thank God I'm never
0: gonna uh. actually
1: achieve anything. You know I mean? And someone's not going to get to poke fun of me for something so awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I, know. I know. Well done, Tasty. Yeah. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah. Tasty
6: gets a great You get, a, a you get to
7: see me and my entourage. Come on.
6: <laughs> yeah. Come on that's, not, rollout. that's really
7: not
0: me at all, but it's funny. But, but you it said funny. it. Yeah, I didn't say <laughs> it. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't, I'm yeah. surprised we didn't, didn't introduce the Tumblr as <laughs> a Janice Brown-inspired beer. Hey, wait a minute. Some people thought it was.
7: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> is that right yeah. Yeah.
0: well janice brown was the first brown ale ever i've
7: been so i got a reason so not everybody's making a janice brown right yeah they are right all right, uh,
1: yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, seriously the guy has this great achievement what do we do we just make we fun of him welcome to the bn still tasty no, we like love it. having you no, i like it all right uh so those are your
7: I can tell you a story about how I developed the Janice Brown Ale. I, yeah. I had no idea what I was doing, like, in the mid-90s, right? I right. Was, and I think I hadn't been to any homebrew club meetings. My only outside contact was uh, the, the homebrew supply store, Moore beer. And, uh But I was trying to clone a uh, commercial beer. I think it was uh, Full Sail Amber. I had no idea what I was doing. I didn't even know that they were using English yeast. So I started to, know, like, well, it's got some dark malt, so I'll get, you know, Ask the homebrew supply store what makes the beer dark, stuff like that. I think I knew a little bit more than that then, but not too much more. So anyway, so I started on this journey and I start adding these ingredients and I take it in and I have, uh, uh Olin, he, uh, would taste the beer for me and we talk about it. And he goes, well, you know, if you want it to be sweeter, you're going to have to add some crystal malt, more crystal malt. So I'd add, you know, what I said, you know, some crystal 40. So pretty soon I'm pretty much on my own. I'm like, you know, tweaking this and I'm making a batch like at least once a month, if not, you know, sometimes twice a month an amazing amount of this brown ale but what I'd do is I'd bring it into more beer on Friday nights and share it with uh, customers that would come in the more beer I had the earlier I'd get there <laughs> that way I'd be because they, they would drink it and my, my of course the, the backstory is that my you know my wife Janet would uh, would try the, try the beer she'd be my tester right because I'd come in every, every other Friday night it seemed like uh, and I'd she'd be watching TV or something I'd bring it in and you're like here's the next batch What do you? and I'd always have a, a glass of the uh, previous batch too because there was always some reason to change it, right? So we would drink it, and of course, you know, again, I was sort of like in a vacuum, and uh, you know, we'd go like, oh yeah, I think like it's getting better, it's getting worse, or it's uh, it's not as dark as it was before, we need to add more of this or that, so. Anyway, that's sort of, that's it uh, wasn't like through any scientific, I didn't have like uh, any, any good book from like Ray Daniels has in terms of how to design a beer. I was just kind of like wandering around. And I ended up basically with a recipe, that's, you know, in some segment of, of the, the flavor wheel, if you will. People say it's a great recipe. And again, I have to say it's really, it's just a piece of the wheel that you don't get to drink that often. And you miss it when you get it, you like it. It's not, you can change that recipe quite a bit and make it better, I'm sure. It's just, it just happens to come out that a lot of people learn about it through my own, you know, accomplishments. But
1: the Brewing Network obviously had a lot to do with that
7: too. Russian River and all this other stuff.
1: And that, ladies and gentlemen, is your Tasty Tribute. What a great thing was a great
5: great tribute and really captured a lot of what uh, uh what he meant to all of us and uh, the family that we have at the brain Network.
1: Yeah. Yeah. JP, that ending, the 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 choice of that as the <sighs> Thanks, man.
0: Yeah, it was man, it's 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 hard. And like we've talked about for the, I don't know, last hour or two or whatever. He, Tasty was sort of easy to 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 think about, but hard to define. And so, how do you how do you sort of cut together a life like that, and um, yeah. and 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 hold it up as like an example of who this person was—serious and funny and caring—and. Uh, irreverent and 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 all that kind of stuff at the same time. Plus, he didn't fucking say much. <laughs> <laughs> it yeah, of. So it's it's, hard. Hard. It, it's <laughs> the complete
5: opposite of what we'll say about you, JP. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. <laughs> yeah. Totally different. Yeah,
0: yeah, it'll be 18 minutes of silence. I'm like this is what we wanted. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. Um, yeah, the uh, trivia we wanted. You know, uh, it's a lot of pressure, JP. And um, it was re- it was very very well done. And JP uh, j- uh, Jamil, sorry, uh, summed it up very well. And um, and you know what? it is just a facet of Tasty. It's just a piece yep. of, uh, of Tasty too. So you did a great job, uh, you know, showing that. And and we'll find more. We'll unearth more clips uh, over the years. Sure. But I was really just impacted by the end. What a great, you know, j- him just describing, you know, Janet's Brown. That really kind of sums up his his beer legacy to me. Yeah. The the way he cared about that recipe, the way he thought about it, the way he 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 sought out help to make yeah. it better from Janet um, and, right. and from you know uh, from homebrewers at More Beer. Well, just, and the, the awesome. best
0: part the best part is is how he, he thought about it, right? Where he, he the, what really stuck out to me in that clip was it's just a part of the flavor wheel that you're missing that mm. you're not getting enough of. And that's right. why I like this beer. You can change it and make it better, which is, you know, a, a very humbling thing to say for a guy who's had his beer, you know, made by one of the best breweries in the entire universe, you know, Russian River, right? Like you can change this beer and make it better. It's just, you just don't see this thing all the time and that's why you kind of like it. Yeah. And he's yeah. not he's not wrong, but he's also sort of like like... Under not giving himself enough credit for, for having that mind that we talked about earlier of knowing that the, the flavors are good and they blend well together and, and getting a lot of help from the community as well. too. Like, don't sure. be afraid to reach out to people constantly to get feedback for yeah. your beer. Don't, don't yeah. be
1: a, a A very fitting tribute. I'm um, proud of you, JP, and your team of, uh, of uh, minions. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> I'll be sending that clip alone on to the family uh, because as you can imagine, and, and I had some of that too, um, you know, just hearing the voice, right? Kind of brings you back to, the, to being in a room with him. And I think that's yeah. important uh, in this process when you, can, when you can kind of do that. Yeah. All right. I'm going to get us out of here. Um, uh, we'll be back with more sessions. Uh, the Brewing Network is going nowhere, uh, if for nothing else, because that's what Tasty would have uh, wanted us to do. So we'll be back with more fun and more antics and more interviews and more knowledge. Uh, just, you know, stick with us. And again, you know, thanks to Tasty. Uh, thanks to each of you for doing the show. Cheers again. Our pleasure. Okay, y'all. Yeah. Cheers. I that I'm empty. Cheers. <laughs>
0: cheers guys.
1: Take care. Janice Brown.